This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, Mist Sniffer, and Blood Rain Swiffer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mopping them up, sniffing them up. She's like a Mary Poppins of the Underdark. She did sniff mist. That Ooh, is true. That's cool, though. In Shadowfell, like the um, umbrellas go the opposite way. They do. Hell it's canon. yeah. I okay. saw that in the DM guide. Cool. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the Fifth. Your good bud, full of sweet, sweet blood. Yeah. Nice. Everybody go. is looking for that boy blood. <laughs> Guys, we also have a very special guest this week. Oh, Allow man. me to introduce our granddaddy DM, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Hey, gang. Brennan Lee Mulligan, a mysterious stranger with a flare <laughs> oh, for danger. That better be your fucking voice, because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I want to meet it. I want to meet the meet voice. It. Yes. Um, Take us to the voice. Brendan, this is your first time playing in a long time, correct? I have not played as a PC in over a year, maybe close to two years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for giving you this opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to us. Thank you to Emily. Um, that was absolutely huge. Emily. Guys, let's give it up for Emily. Can we do a little time? Really so I'm Moonshine Sabin. Right. I accept your applause. I am. I'm Moonshine Sabin, and I approve this applause. I am truly so unbelievably psyched to be here. I am fully caught up on the podcast. This Ooh. is so fucking cool. I can't, I love NatPod. This is gonna be so much fun. Yeah. We are very excited to have you. The only reason I get to play is because you DM for me. So now I get to I, I get wow. to pay it forward. So you guys kind of sixty nine a little bit. We, oh. We're sixty nineing now, but he's yeah. been going at me for a long time. <laughs> wow! And I haven't been giving him anything. <laughs> wow! I'm just just two big beautiful brains sixty nine, and I love yeah. it. So you guys were in sixty nine position, but Murph was just lying there with his eyes. Closed. I was just lazily <laughs> two inches from your mouth, but you won't even lick it. Uh. And the, but you know what? Sometimes that's what it's, you know. Like the, the things in life that are worth the most are yeah. worth waiting for. Absolutely. I've never heard that metaphor applied to a sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> but I fully. I'm so. I came for that. Okay, guys. <laughs> Time for me to be an active participant in this sixty-nine. Um, let's do a little recap. So last time, you guys began your adventure in Shadowfell and immediately became lost in a mysterious fog. When mm. you got your bearings, you saw that you had an extra hard one traveling with you. After a long, drawn-out investigation, uh, Moonshine finally sniffed the hard ones and discovered that the false hard one smelled like sulfur. 
You dispelled Sulfur Boy's illusion and defeated him, but not before some of Bev's blood was siphoned by the mist. The blood began raining down on you, attracting nearby creatures. You took off and found an abandoned tower to climb. From that vantage point, you could see a village in the distance and torches heading towards you. After a bit of spying on one of the torchbearers, you discovered that they were human. But when Moonshine went to sneak up on him, she was immediately snatched by a man who looked like a Hot Topic sword guy. This dude, Langston, told you that he needed to take you to see the Count Ambrose Montgomery, the leader of Grimhawk. Moonshine resisted, and Langston immediately revealed himself to be a vampire. Meanwhile, Bevan Hardwon questioned the glazy-eyed torchbearer, who it turns out was a human who had been sucked dry by vampires, turning him... <laughs> Speak of speaking a 69. of 69. <laughs> oh, what a way to go. The vampires aren't giving anything back, though. Mm, yeah, They're that's lazy 69 and. Uh, he was sucked dry by the vampires, not 69 style, vampire style, uh, turning him into a simpleton, a shell, if you will. Uh, it quickly became clear that the shell was no help, so Bevan Hardwon ran to Moonshine's aid. You were able to subdue Langston, but once you began questioning him, he turned into a mist and flew away. Mm. You had one more encounter with Langston, who sent his raven off to the Count to warn him of your arrival, but lied and said there were only two of you so that he could enjoy the sweet blood of the rest uh you once again manhandled him and his crew i um am going off script here for a second to just say uh how thoroughly you defeated those vampires they were supposed to be way harder than really? um you treated them well, yeah. thank you you just resisted all of their charms oh. you guys rolled so well on well, all of your charisma checks when you got both melora and pelor in your pocket mm-hmm you uh just twin pistons <laughs> pumping away <laughs> in a in an eternal 69 <laughs> Now that is a that is a fucking Sistine Chapel. We gotta <laughs> stop talking about sixty-nine. Uh so you guys uh again took off towards the village, uh, but before you could, but before you could get there, another monster pounced on Bev. At the last second though, a gunshot rang out and the beast's head exploded. And that's where we are now. Uh so you guys are in this mist. Uh, gunshot just <gasps> rang out, and a monster's head exploded just as it was about to pounce on you, Bev. Everyone see that? Who, yeah. who shot that bullet? Where'd I that come see from? Anything. Yeah, I didn't do a perception. You have a gun, don't you? Bounder uh, starts shooting off. I don't Man, know. He doesn't have dark vision. Okay. <laughs> okay. Holster that thing. Holster it. Oh, my gosh. Christ. Can I do a perception check to see from whence this uh, gun has erupted? Mm. Sure. All right, I got to roll. That's going to be a 14. 14. Um, you saw it came from, like, behind Bev. All right. I throw a mayo nut over there. <laughs> <laughs> I cover my ears like it's a grenade. <laughs> Hold on one second. I just want to see something here. I'm going to roll a dice real quick. <laughs> to see that, if he knows what I'm that, that is a 26 on an attack roll. Uh, I would like to shoot the mayo nut out of the fucking sky. <laughs> Uh, just gunshot, mayo nut explodes, mayo goes I everywhere. open my mouth wide to catch as much mayo as possible. <laughs> I do as well. Balnor, that was not a mayo nut. <laughs> Don't right. worry. Whoever just, whoever just waged war against the mayo nuts has some, some answering to do. Show your face. Be friend or foe. Deadeye walks out of the mist. Uh, uh, Brennan, would you like to describe your character? You guys see uh, this figure walking towards you in the mist, uh, gun smoking. Uh, 
Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ham on this one. I never get to describe do my own up. characters. Do it. Do it. I'm gonna go ham on this one. Uh, a slim, swaggering cowboy walks out of the mist, twirling an ivory-handled six-shooter in a bony hand, no flesh <gasps> hanging to the bone. Is he a skeleton? You see loose, rotting flesh hanging on one side of his face. Uh, and you see on the other side of his face, clean, pale, icy, kind of dead skin with an eye on the clean side of the face that is completely white through to the iris with just the pupil staring out of it. Um, on the sort of more rotting half of his face, there is like a so sort of sealed eye, but that eye looks actually weirdly healthy, like it's bloodshot, but there's like it's still in there. So the pretty side of his face has the dead eye, and then the side of the face that's more necrotic, where there's a hole you can kind of see his teeth through his cheek. That one has the uh, the more living eye, all bloodshot in there. He's wearing all black, but not in the kind of vampire froofy way. It's not shiny, it's not polished, it's not BDSM gear. Oh, it's matte? It's very matte, it's dusty. It's like, there's, it's different shades of black. There's like, he's got kind of like a charcoal pinstripe pants and like a solid matte black jacket. No, he's, he, he doesn't have anything that's made to look imposing. He doesn't have like a crazy fucking duster. Just like a slim coat, couple of maybe like black buttons with a little tiny bit of silver around him. Is he wearing a hat? He's wearing a uh, black 10 gallon hat low over the brow. Oh. And uh, you see that as uh, he looks up a little bit, long elven ears pull away. Ah! Oh, yeah. Um, wow, y'all, I hate to say it, but I think Melora lost one of her children down here. <laughs> I, sh I pull out my sword and I say, do you want to be our friend? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Deadeye looks over at you guys. Uh, he uh, uh, sort of holsters that six shooter, which again has like beautiful black line work of like skulls, but also flowers and stuff. Like plants and flowers and skulls goes uh, into it's a like holster. Coco. Um, yeah, I was thinking. Uh, uh, like high st uh, stitch work uh, patterns, leather work in the boots, but they're very, again, like caked with weird ashy, like shadow fell mud. Um, Ooh, you got mud down here? Uh, <laughs> he, uh, uh, and again, the, uh, his left hand looks kind of icy blue, just sort of like, like a dead cadaverous kind of but flesh covered hand. Uh, Brandon, you could say my. What's that? It's you, dude. You're oh, playing. You can say my. My, my hand. My, me. I'm a person. I'm only one you're person. Playing. I'm only one person. You're, you're you can doing play with it, us, Peter. Brandon. You're doing it, Peter. Um, uh, yeah, my right hand, my right hand is just bone with like a little bit of oh. char. The tendons are kind of burnt to ash on it oh. and then white bone peering out. Um, and then again, he's not, it's not like two-faced where it's like an even split. Mm. It's just like, Almost like he got almost a bad. Almost like a lacy lattice work of flesh. It's like on the right side. It's almost like a bad explosion or something happened that like burned up and fucked up one half of his face. But it's not like a clean line down the middle of his face. A little more Jonah Hex than Toothpicks. Yes, mm -hmm. a little more Jonah Hex style. Right. Uh, uh, but his lips are still there. His nose is still mostly there. He's and he's got the two eyes. It's just that one on the clean side of the face is again just pupil. Does it feel like it's looking at me though? Oh, he's looking right at you. No, I mean the dead eye. Oh, the dead eye? Yes. Both, well, he's got both eyes trained on all of you. Okay. Um, holsters the gun. He swaggers. He's like very, this is like if we were doing like an acting class, he's like all hips. It's like hips forward, <laughs> no. 
hips and pelvis forward. He's got that like Kate Blanchett and Avengers kind of strut. Fuck. He's like very yeah exactly. He's like uh, uh, you can tell even through the shirt this dude's got a V more vicious. <laughs> he's just. What? Uh, but he also is like it's like there's a lot of cowboy swagger is why he's like not standing up straight. Also he like. M- maybe can't stand up straight. Oh. There might be like some anatomical uh, undead stuff going on that explains why he his posture's not necessarily as good as it could yeah. be. Uh, howdy there, strangers. Y'all a long way from home. Yeah. It seemed that way. Well, where, how would you know where our home is? Well, little sister, I recognize one of the cricks on anywhere and takes his hat off. I knew, I knew you was a child of Melora. Get over here. <laughs> and I just, I give him a big hug, absorbing as much of that shadow fell mud as I can. Uh, uh, he smells bad. <laughs> to me? Uh, mm. uh, a different kind of bad, I suppose. Mm. Mm, if, I breathe it in. <laughs> uh, 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 Deadeye embraces you and like spins you around and, <gasps> and like uh, puts you down and says, Hell yeah, little sister. Good to see you. You know me, Ma? You see, he goes, I, I haven't seen Mima in quite some time, but I'm a child of Mima just like you, youngin. You're, you're my brother? Or well, half-brother? Or something like that? Hey, we're from the crib. Yeah, Half-brother's as good true, as we're going to do. That's true. We all siblings there. <laughs> <sighs> well, like a real get cop. over here. I cannot believe that. I have to say, I'm glad I was able to catch you and help your little friend over here. What in the hell are you doing this far from the creek? I mean, and also, my my apologies for not, uh, my, forgive me, my manners. Uh, you see, sort of haunted look in his eyes. Uh, even here, we need to uh, extend a little hospitality, don't we? Oh, I opened uh, my little jug of crick water. I was about to do the same (laughs) thing. Hey, brother, you look like you you could use a huff of this. Um, Hell yeah, hoss. Hell yeah, hoss. (laughs) Slaps you on the back with a bony hand. (laughs) All right. Get in there. That's right. Fill up those nostrils. Oh, that cuts good. Yeah, there's more where that came from. Don't worry. Did I? do Do you know a fellow by the name of Old Cobb? Yeah, I know old Cobb. Mm-hmm. Is uh, that a good idea? Yeah. Go ahead and roll an inside check. Oh, then. okay. I'm going to use my, my brand new icy dice, fresh for the, the gray night. Uh, 17. You can't really get a read on okay. it. Okay. We're, fr- we're friends with old Cobb. It don't matter, though. Yeah, I'm getting a real Cobb throb from you. Uh, uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll give you this. Both of us do ply the same trade. Uh, what about Melf? Remember Melf? He's dead. I'm so sorry. Melf died. Melf, of course, the second funniest guy at the Crick. Melf died? <laughs> yeah. Melf, were you there when there was Crick Rock? Well, hold, hold on, little sister. Uh, I, first of all, y'all can call me Deadeye. Okay, uh, Deadeye. Uh, what's your Balnor. name? Balnor. Hey. Oh, yeah. He reaches this is his ba- hand out, just he reaches- touches Moonshine's leg. I don't have dark vision. He doesn't have dark vision. He's quite confused. Um, but, you know, he's okay You're that not a way. vampire, right? Uh, hell no, I'm not a vampire. The only thing I'm looking to drink around here is, um, well, whenever the 
creek water gets chunky enough that you can't huff it no more. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, I hate and love when it happens, you know? <laughs> when it gets yeah. real. That's when you got to chew it. Yeah. That's when you got to chew it. Take it like a Flintstone bite. <laughs> Put it in your lip. Mm-hmm. Put it in your lower it's a lip. skin. Oh, I remember dipping creek water. T- you got to dip that chunky creek water. That's oh, for sure. No. Dad, I'm so sorry, but uh, we will tell you why we're here. Uh, we're, we're here hunting down my friend Hardwon. Uh, that's Hardwon. That's Beverly. Hey, Hardwon, I'm sure so foot. sorry. I don't Hardwon, think that sure I... foot? Yep. Howdy, nice sir. Meet you. I lost my mommy. You yes. lost... Oh, I'm sorry to His hear that. His mommy's friend. down lost... here somewhere uh, condemned. Uh, so right. we came to find her. Um, but right now, I'm sorry. I'm just so curious about what brought you here. So you guys right now are just in the middle of the mist. You begin to hear, like, skittering. I'll tell you what. What's your name, Yanni? Oh, Moonshine Simon. Moonshine Simon. There you go. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we ain't doing ourselves no favor staying out here in the mist like okay. this. Why don't we hoof it on back to Grimhawk, and I'll catch mm-hmm. you all up on what's been going on on this side of the shadow. How's that sound? You, that sounds your lead. wonderful. Well, how about you, Slim? What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Beverly Togol V, sir. I'm from Galateron originally, but uh, I've been traveling around with these folks. Uh, they're my scoutmasters, but... I think at this point we're all just, you know, scouts of the world, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All I right. think I think you're definitely you you're elevated to something almost near Scoutmaster, right? What I would you say? say? So. I think like a CIT at the very least. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. let me let me pose a question to you like this there, friend. Uh who uh who made the who was the very first Scoutmaster? Do you know is that in the history books of your your order? The very first green team? The very first scoutmaster. Well, yeah. I mean, some folks say that it was uh, Pelor himself as the first scoutmaster. Uh, who made him scoutmaster? Well, I mean, I, I'm not an expert on, on planar physics or anything like that, so I don't know if I could really answer that question. It's kind of one of the great mysteries. Sometimes mysteries need to remain mysteries, I would say. Well, I would just reckon that he probably made himself a scoutmaster, and I don't see why you couldn't do the same. Bev takes a full minute. <laughs> just Moonshine kind of looks at Hardwater and is like, I kind of like being Scoutmaster, though. You know, I know hierarchy is kind of rotten and whatnot, but... Beverly sits down with his infinite mug and, like, just takes a big swig and, like, stares off into the night. Uh, Balnor, like, starts to pick Bev up and goes, we should walk. <laughs> if he becomes Scoutmaster, we can become Senior Scoutmasters. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just one hierarchy I might like to maintain. I just think order is important. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, that might be well and true, Fran. Only order I've ever known about in this world is the order that you can find at the end of this right here. Oh, 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 Balnor, can you do that? Uh, I, I didn't see what he did, but I'm sure I could do whatever it was. Can you do an acrobatic You just hear... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You hear uh, just a, like a skittering spider that was nearby dies. Okay. Way to go, one I shot. I got it, yeah. yeah. Hey, who's the real dead eye, huh? <laughs> you, uh, you tried to holster your gun and you dropped it. Next oh, to God. Can one of you guys get it for me? It's just gone. Yeah, you keep kicking it. It is. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so I, I want to go to Grimhawk. Yeah, to Grimhawk. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll head over to Grimhawk now. Okay. We can, uh, if you, if I don't know if you fellas want to lay low, we can go back to my place if you want, or if you're looking to get something in your bellies, we can head over to the Fat Monk. I mean, I am desperate to try the local cuisine. Here. Yeah, we're kind of on a uh, global pub crawl, really, in a way. I've been kind of thinking yeah. to myself, is there going to be blood-infused sort of vampire cuisine, possibly? <laughs> and then if there is. Who am I, citizen of the world, to turn it down? I might just inquire as to how the blood 
was anyways this is just something i'm grappling with myself <laughs> different cultures i'm no I'm, I'm ready to eat some blood they got sliders <laughs> medium rare baby yeah well i hate to be the bearer of bad news y'all but huh. sliders here turn to ash in your mouth i reach for baldor's gun <laughs> It's on the ground. It's on the ground. I don't know where it is. I I take Valnor's gun and I tape it to his hand. Thank you. Uh, uh, Deadeye's going to head off through the mist for Grimhawk. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Uh, So you guys all follow Deadeye. um, And you guys are not far from Grimhawk at this point. So the fog begins to clear as you get close to the village of Grimhawk. Uh, It curves around the outermost buildings, almost as if it were the city wall. Uh, There is no mist in the town itself. Uh, When you get into town, you see cobblestone streets and gas lamps, uh, but it is eerily quiet here. Uh, The homes and shops are packed tightly together. A lot of the buildings here uh, have this kind of dirty yellow color, uh, this mustard, uh, more so from actual dirt than any kind of like design choice. Oh, I like that. Yeah, a lot of of smokers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of the signs of the shops have been torn down and others are covered in cobwebs. Uh, You see that a lot of the homes are boarded up and the ones that do have windows visible are lit by very dim candlelight. Uh, You, in fact, see one frightened villager uh, that has the door cracked a little bit, like as you guys walk into town and then slams it (gasps) shut as soon as you guys show up. You are correct. There ain't no hospitality here. None to speak of, Moonshine, I'm afraid. (sighs) Is it because people were... Is it because people were taking advantage of other people's hospitality and then it sort of led to a sort of fear of hospitality? I mean, I don't know what I can reckon. You get a place like this, you know, in the world that you and I both come from, yeah. there's as much good as there is evil batting around and people kind of slide one way or the other. But, you know, the average folk don't have the willpower it takes to square their own lives up most of the way. And when you end up being raised in a place like Shadowfell, where the air, the mist, the ground, the water, all wants things to be a little bit darker than before, it's not hard for whole towns and cities to move on mass towards the darkness and things. Have you thought about running for office? <laughs> you know, I actually have. They have elections here, but, um, you know, the ballots either turn into bats or they disappear, people get murdered and killed. Oh, okay, so voter fraud. Yeah, a lot of voters, some gerrymandering by the vampires, I would assume. Oh, I mean, the districts here are abysmal. Blacklining. We know a mayor uh, back back in Bohemia. Um, So did you ever know Joe, the the mayor? (laughs) The praying man. The praying man. I think he was recently elected. I don't know if you were there for that. Oh, you you might not have known You know the talking praying mantises, certainly. uh, Wait, so I'm trying, I I actually don't, I have a hard time... um, Keeping my uh, keeping track of time down here. Oh um, no! My my stopwatch it just always reads midnight, and um, <laughs> it's real bad down Please here. Forgive us uh, for how cool we find all of this. Yeah. No, I understand that I occupy an extremely dope aesthetic, but yeah. my life is quite bad. I'm okay. so sorry to hear that. No, no. Hey, you know. Hey, here's the oh, thing. You know, the sad thing too is I was I had some nanorflies on me. I could have brought a little more of the crick to you. <coughs> I know. I know. No, take it off. Take it off. I'll walk. Take it off. Right. Yeah. There you go. Just Woo! soothe whatever yeah, way you down. can. Oh. Yeah. Make sure the walls stay thick. Okay? I would give anything. <laughs> I would give anything for a crawdaddy with just a little bit of brown on there. Oh, I, I know. I pat my pockets. <laughs> 
I feel a bunch of crawdaddies and say I <laughs> wish I could help you out. <laughs> Wait. Can I use Hard one use... only has six. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Here Can you I... go, buddy. Oh, Hoss. You are. I want you to know this. And I mean this. You can take this to the fucking bank. I mean, my eye, like, glows with, like, a deathly energy. I owe you one, brother. That is no joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Start sucking out all the brown. Oh, get oh. that brown in there. That's some spicy brown. Oh. Hey, Bev, you see he ate the tail? <laughs> he ate everything. The claws. <laughs> he ate the claws. This guy's the man. <laughs> He's hardcore. How, does anyone else wonder if his if his flesh gets a little uh, gets a little rotten towards the stomach, and if we could see him digesting some of it? Can we make a perception check to see if I could see it to his jacket. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to like try to peek like under his duster, like catch it at the right angle. Okay. You see somebody that has like a really crazy birth. That's gonna be a twenty like, for me. I got a nat twenty. Oh! <laughs> Tell me about his navel. <laughs> I actually, with a, if you rolled a nat 20, I think that Deadeye just lifts up his shirt and he's, so he's got, so like from the, from like the pelvis line down is flesh and like where his chest and rib cage starts his flesh, everything between the bottom of the rib cage and the top of the pelvis is gone. And there is just open spine. Oh, uh, yo, you have to tell me your ab routine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like negative 20% body fat. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, hey, man, yeah, if you ever want to hit the gym together, man, I mean, there's not much else to do down here. Just yeah. trying to keep fit. We've been I, doing, like, a circuit with, uh, with this Bev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me your get, ass, Bev. I show my ass. <laughs> so flat. You see, here's the thing. I, mean, so there's, I, I ain't got no protein down here is the main thing. So I'm all, I'm just doing calisthenics. I also do a lot of yoga. I do a lot of things to just stay limber. You look oh. limber. You look live. Yeah, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to put on some bulk, but just everything down here is ash and dust and sorrow. You just can't <gasps> put on mass. I yeah. give him another crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so I found one more. <laughs> Dead Eye Dead Eye sucking down this brown uh, as you guys walk through this town, um, and you eventually do get to the Fat Monk. Um, you see an old wooden sign um, just hanging on its or like swinging on its hinges. Uh, there's an image of like a portly monk uh, holding a mug of ale. Uh, it's aged and weathered and looks like it was painted a very long time ago. Uh, and this is one of the few places that has its doors open. So you guys enter, um, you see that there is a fireplace going. Um, there are a few stools that are spread out across a long bar. Uh, the cherry-colored wood is all cracked and dusty and scratched up. Uh, the bartender is a pot-bellied man uh, with a stained white apron. Uh, Deadeye, you would know this to be Sammy. Um, he's got a big bald spot with gray hair sticking out in all directions and a vacant look in his eyes. He looks like the other guy that you ran into in the oh, mist, like no. he's a shell. These- um, Behind him, there are casks of ale covered in cobwebs and dust, as well as racks of various other alcohols with missing bottles uh, and empty spaces between them. Uh, throughout the bar itself, there are probably like six tables. One is completely broken in half and unusable. Uh, a few of them only have one or two chairs at them. Uh, most of the tables are empty, uh, but there is one shell sitting alone at the bar, um, drinking by himself, uh, staring off with a vacant look. He's got like really stringy hair and he's 
he's super skinny. It's not. He's not burned, is he? Uh, he doesn't look good. Okay. Um, there is another table that is occupied by a man and a woman, both peasants, uh, wearing dirty clothing. The man's wearing like uh, suspenders over a stained white tunic, uh, and the woman wears a long, plain brown gown uh, with a dirty white wimple atop her head. Ooh. Uh, now, what in Melora's good name is a wimple? <laughs> it's those little like white bonnet little uh, hat things. It's the top of a habit, a nun's you know, habit. The top of those women. Yeah. You were writing. Nope. That had to look it up. All right, cool. Mm, you, um, I had to look up what is a peasant woman hat. Half of being a DM is just going to thesaurus.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, you see that they they were talking with kind of like urgency when you guys walked in. Um, but as soon as you guys walk in, uh, they get like super suspicious and start whispering. Hey, two o'clock, lady in the wimple. <laughs> Okay. You guys, you know, I tend to, I tend to go for a lady in a wimple, but this a, one is a little distressing. That's a stiff wimple. My goodness. <laughs> so as you guys enter, uh, you see Sammy, this shell dude, the, this pot-bellied bartender, uh, turns to you guys as you enter, uh, and he goes, "Hey, y'all, uh, welcome to the bar." Oh, cool, great. Thank oh, you, you so, so you much. again. Uh, looks over at Dead Eye. Hey there, Sammy. How's it going, partner? It's going good. Well, listen, I. Collected a couple friends out there in the mist. They're lucky to be alive. Let's say the house uh, throws down a couple rounds and uh, maybe some meals for my hungry friends here. Go ahead and give a persuasion check. Sure. Oh, my first I step. Ooh. I step back. We definitely have things we can barter, but I'm impressed by yep. this. Yep. I love a free meal. Yeah. Can we uh, talk briefly about Brendan's cool black dice, by the way? Yeah. Uh, you got some Shadowfell dice. I got some Shadowfell dice. They're black on black gorgeous. obsidian level up dice. And, and what do they just gorgeous. roll? Uh, fucking nat one. So that's... <laughs> That's, oh man, this guy Welcome is so easy. This guy is so easy to persuade. Um, but he uh, he just goes, well, the house doesn't make food. I do. So. All right, I can I can take this. Hey, what's your name again? Uh, it's Sam Sammy. Nice Sammy, to meet you. You know, up in the material plane, uh, a piece of possum fur will go for, uh, you know, hundred dollars. And um, I pluck out one f- one piece of hair from uh, Papa. Please give it to me, Moonshine. <laughs> wait, no, wait. You promise that to me. Uh, Moonshine, go ahead and uh, roll a persuasion check. I got a 20. A uh, 20, okay. Uh, he, he reaches out, no, no, I'll get the hair. Damn it, you lucky. Lucky Takes son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Papa. And you see he uh, walks back to go to like a little kitchen area. So what's the cuisine here? Yeah, what are we looking forward to? Well. Ash cakes? Because I'm famished. Well, I, I reckon you, three of you can order whatever you like. There there are living people that are native to the Shadowfell. Okay. I, I, are uh, you not living? You saw his stomach, right? I know, but I thought it was like a variation on living. <laughs> I, um, what what stripe of living are you? Are we talking revenant, uh, homunculi? No, shh, shh. Okay. Oh. I wouldn't say the R word out here in the okay. open like that. Okay. What I am is uh, a little bit of a mystery. <laughs> I don't okay. know what I am. Hey, huh. Uh, I wish I could find out, but I'm trapped in this town. You. So What? Okay, okay. Y'all, I know that we have some stuff to go over, but... Yeah, like the menu. Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. You get started on that, dead eye. What agree. happened to you? How did you just tell me what you can about getting from the crick to here? Uh, I will do my best. Uh, where, where do you want me to start? And and is it okay? And can I watch the three of you eat? 
Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Let's go God. with appetizers. Yes. This looks so you guys like I... see after a little bit, you you notice that he does not ask you what you want. There is no menu. You just said we would like some food, and then he left. Um, comes back um, after a little bit. Um, walks up with three plates. Um, one appears to be like soup in a plate, like a weird broth with some like cabbage in it. Oh, um, no, thank you. On a plate. On a plate. Um, oh, so the no, soup is like you. spilling over a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it's spilled okay. your broth. Uh, oh, spilled your broth Laura. a little bit. Puts the broth in hey, front okay. of uh, Beverly. You do share that. And he points to Balnor. You do are kids, so you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Little kids. Okay. Um, and then he serves uh, you two guys. Um, it looks like the meat of some kind of uh, winged creature that does not have a lot of meat. It's like a wing bone. There's like tons of tiny bones in it. Uh, The worst type of animal you could possibly find. Y'all, I am so sorry. I know that we have a lot on our plate, but I need to do a real quick bar rescue. And I turn to Sammy and I say, show me your kitchen, because I'm going to show you how to maximize what you got going on. Uh. Yeah. Okay. This wing, you see, it's more about the bone. So you want to come up with a recipe that's going to, you know, suck the flavor out the bone and not put as much emphasis on the meat. Okay. And this should be in a bowl. <laughs> Another point. We broke the bowl. Uh, and you you see, got one bowl. He just starts to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, I, I hate to be this kind of way because truth is, back when I was – Alive and in Bohemia, I was traveling all over the world, and every single culture out there has something rich and special and meaningful to offer. So I never want to speak ill of a place, especially to people that are visiting it for the first time. But this place is rotten. I know. After seeing this meal, I feel less. My the traveler inside of me is feeling. Less. Are you not going to finish your way? Oh, I already <laughs> finished it. I, yeah, I'm sucking the marrow up. Yeah. Now we're good hogging the cabbage. Uh, what? Let me in on it. I love, this broth is not bad. <laughs> it's hearty. Yeah, I think whatever little bat thing was so, in this. Yeah. Um, Did I? How long? How long you been down here? Yeah. Again, I I I don't reckon I know how long it's been. Um, I don't. I, I, time is strange down here. I mean, it's sort sort of like uh, you know a lot of these other plans, Fay Wild and whatnot, where time yeah. is a little bit different. Um, do you uh, do you make any friends? You know, Harwin, no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> it's, I haven't made any friends. It's tough here. to be a loner, an outsider. That's hard. Have you yeah. sort of like um, sought out some sort of communities of like-minded folk? Right. And made what helps is having oh, hobbies. Club. Oh, yeah, me and Sammy, we hang out all the time. He's a, he's a laugh riot. The guy who thought that soup goes on a plate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're real close. This place is bad. Okay, it's a bad okay. place. Deadeye, Deadeye, take me back to your last day that you remember at the Crick. If you don't mind, it, you know exposing such intimate feelings we're we're all about emotional walls but we're also about occasionally taking them down mm-hmm. you got to peek over the wall every once yeah. in a while <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you don't know who to keep out <laughs> you gotta do a tim allen's uh, neighbor <laughs> yeah. wilson it's true <laughs> let's do it let's do a wilson here guy yeah if you build four walls that's a house wow think i think about you need it. a you need a roof in a in a Hey, baby steps, man. Come on. All right. Well, hey, what, what is a roof but another wall over your head? Oh, my Lord. This is that's this is good be, stuff. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? That is profound. Uh, Dad, I also, I think, at this idea. point, reaches into the, into the cavity in the middle of his torso and sort of winces for a second and takes two kind of chewed up crawdaddies and hands them back to hard one. <laughs> 
I put them back in my satchel. <laughs> Moonshine can make a stew out of this. Oh, yeah, that's you, good. That's you guys good. also see, after a little bit, um, Sammy comes back um, with an entire keg of ale. Uh, and goes, hey, this place isn't so bad. Okay. We work with it. That's going to be good for drink, my drink, right? One of you said you wanted a drink. Yeah, that's Papa. Rare. <laughs> He's the one with all the rich uh, stuff on his fur. Yeah. Uh, and he puts it down on the table. Uh, it's dusty and like fucked up and like uh, it has not been tapped mm. properly and it's just like pouring out already. It's oh. like it's okay. almost like when you put like a key in a beer. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. like shotgun, shotgun it right yeah. away. I put the plate under it. Nice. Put your infinite put your infinite uh cup under it. Okay. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, we can just pass that around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, it. so did I take me to your to your last day that you remember at the Crick? Maybe that's a good place to start. All right. Remind me again, I, I, you, I don't think, had been born yet even. I'm, I mean. I, I, was, I was well over 200 when I was still walking around in, um, in Bohemia. The last time I saw the Crick was long, long time ago uh, mm. during the troubles between Jolene, who when she was my mom, wasn't yet Meemaw, and mm. Maribel. Uh. Uh, bad times at the Crick, and um, something was amiss, yeah. Something was amiss at the Crick. Uh, I don't want to get too into it right now, but suffice it to say that um, a lot of people made a lot of choices about the best way to defend the crick, and um, a lot of sacrifices were made by a lot of different people, and um, some of those sacrifices worked, some didn't. Uh, but the important thing was that, um, you know, we lost a lot in that strife, and uh, I was relatively young at the time. I think it was about 50 years old, something like that, and uh, decided to make my way in the world um didn't see much of a place at the crick for myself after everything that happened um oh no you know maribel was being manipulated right by hell forces ill said oh man that piece of shit yeah 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 he's a son bitch that fuck i remember he uh I was smoking up. Uh, where was I? I was. Oh, I was in the middle of a, a giant arcane globe. I was smoking up with uh, Alanis, and she was talking about how he was. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! Now that is a name you drop. <laughs> I do. It's one of the last things I can do. I mean, I still got lungs. Thank God. <laughs> thank my Lord, I still got my lungs. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Does someone get him a cigarette? I need to see it come out of his rib cage in a funny way. Oh yeah, do I have a cigarette on e- me? Hey, easy, <laughs> easy, Air Slim. I, you know, okay, I understand that okay, it's okay. a novelty, but it's my body and it's a source of endless horror for me. You're so, right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Again, everything about you is very cool, but also tragic. Trying to get over that hump. No, I understand, and that's a hump worth getting over. So I get it. Uh, point being, um, I miss Crick Water. I miss Crawdads. I miss it all. But you, sh- you shouldn't feel bad for me, Moonshine. I mean, I had centuries of life after leaving the Crick. I've traveled all over Bohemia. I've been to Galateron and Esri and all the way down. I mean, I've been all over the map. And, and there's a life outside of the Crick. And, and sometimes losing home is the first step on the way to a grand adventure. So... You shouldn't uh, shed any tears for me. 
Yeah, but she still ended up here, man. How the hell did that happen? Well, um, yeah, how did that happen? I don't rightly know. Um, I remember uh, it was in a lab, experimental gun. Was it in Esri? Uh, yeah, it was in Esri, yeah. There was an experimental gun. I was in a lab. There was this, this dude. He's a little freak, man. I used to go. There was a swingers party in Esri. <laughs> Uh, this little freak got an invite to this guy Duddle, who yeah. was uh, oh yeah, we, we messed with him. No, oh we killed him. Well, he's good. Dead. He's a fucking freak, he's man. Dead. That he's dude. Very dead. Uh, you know what? I, the yeah, kind of just name a bunch of shitty people. You know, we'll see if we killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Would that make you feel better? It's a fun little game. Sure. Okay. Uh, Duddle. No, oh, yeah, gone. Dead. Duddle's so, gone. Super dead. Uh, there was a, a one time I lost my britches in a card game to uh, some royal dwarf up in Frostwind. Uh, oh yeah, that's got to oh, be a uh, cold day. Yeah, yeah, or maybe Rust or something. What a cold day. We killed a whole fuck ton of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Oh good, that whole family. Pretty much a whole. Shit. Yeah, yeah, a whole royal line. We kind of knocked out in one yep, go. Yep. Yep. You should cover the hammer hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Well, uh, we've been talking about me quite a bit. Seems like you three are real trio I'm of bruisers. Sorry, uh, well, it's just yeah. so nice to see another crick folk. So I just want to ask you everything about you. I, and I've got, I've just got um, a self-serving question from from me. Does anybody ever leave Shadowfell? You know how to? Well, do you know how to get out of here? Well, that's a question. I'm very very interested in answering for myself. Have we doomed ourselves by supping on Shadowfell's local fare? I wouldn't reckon so, because the barriers to exit this place are not as mystical and a lot more purposeful than you might imagine. There are, we can do purpose. There are forces at work that have names, and more importantly, and he peels the edge of his jacket back to show his gun, bodies that are stopping people from leaving this place. So we might be able to help my mother, help you, help that woman in a wimple over there. Yeah, Uh, you know that woman. (laughs) Do you know that that little filly underneath that wimple over there? (laughs) You you have seen her before. Uh, She's a peasant named uh, Kat. She lives in town. She's not a shell, though, is she? The, the, the people at the other table that were whispering are not shells. Uh, are they, like, looking at us? Are they kind of, like, Oh, they're fucking suspicious inventory? as hell of I, you. I, I give her a show. I, I get a little overall and kind of drape it over my shoulder a little bit, you know? I... A little come hither. Yeah, I kind of, like, uh, <laughs> gesture towards our giant barrel of beer and invite them over. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. With advantage, because Moonshine's shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no advantage in, in this town. And just to just to be clear, guys. So you guys know, like the Fey Wild, that this is a um, reflection of the material plane. Mm-hmm. So you guys are in one town right now. You aren't just in Shadowfell. Like Deadeye well, is I stuck know. in this town. Oh. Oh, Deadeye. What? Uh, well, let, yeah. So let me go ahead and say, um, first of all, I I can't tell you how much it means to even have someone look at me and. Especially someone who's obviously a champion of Melora and blessed to look at me and call me a crick because oh, I ain't called myself that in quite yeah. some time. Oh, I'm looking at you and you are heartening me. I found out some, <laughs> uh, you know, I found out some stuff about my ancestry that I wish I didn't know. And seeing a seeing a healthy crick come from Meemaw's vagina, it's it's making me feel good. Some brown 
fully falls out of Deadeye's ribs. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I uh, slap him on the shoulder, and I'm thinking, we come from good stock, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says vagina a lot. Hey, that's, that, hey, that's nature. That's I know true. you. I know you're a young teenage fellow, but that's, there's nothing about a woman's body that's not beautiful. Yeah, it's more of a fact that I was stating. Than <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> okay. Arguably, especially the vagina. It's one of the most beautiful parts. Uh, easy, easy, I mean, but here, 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 here. Uh, I've heard. What, what did you guys get on your persuasion checks? Oh, I didn't roll one. I rolled a twenty-four. Uh, four. Four. Okay. Um, you see, they look over at you, mm-hmm. and um, for a second, Bev, the woman and the man look like protective of you for a second. They're mm. almost like clocking these other guys to see if they're like vampires or some kind of monster or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they quickly uh, regain their senses and like go back to minding their own business. I and- take a napkin and I origami it into a wimple and I put it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, the the woman like politely laughs a little bit, um, mm. but turns uh, okay. very red faced. <laughs> I I tap Bev on the shoulder. <laughs> And I point to Pawpaw's naked head. Man. Man. I crown Pawpaw. <laughs> I nod solemnly. <laughs> Sammy fully does not stop laughing. Just. We get a refill on this soup. <laughs> so He's ad- like a car alarm. Just as long as Pawpaw has the hat on, f- does not Wait, break that light. I, I lift it off his head. Stops. I put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Papa, I'm so sorry, but I think you got to go. <laughs> you're wimpleless. So, Dad, I tell me, you, so you're trapped here in Grimhawk. Specifically this town, and I hate okay. to be the bearer of bad news, but uh-huh. so are the three of you. What? Oh. We should talk business probably not here. I mean, I don't see any skeeters around, but yes. you want to. Skeeters? Mosquitoes. Oh, I didn't know. I th- I thought maybe that was like the neighborhood watch run by like the vampires or something like that. No, skeeters are uh, okay. bloodsuckers. All right. Yeah. So let's, okay. Okay. That's what. Why I was don't thinking. we head back to your place? Do you have any more um, cool black clothes? Yeah. Just <laughs> I would, for, for myself. Yeah. What do you? Did I, where did I, you I, get? Like, you have totally different body types. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we sew two jackets together. <laughs> Did I, I, I can chop I off have, the legs. If I may interject, I would like some pinstripes. I've been admiring your pinstripes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I can. Yeah, We're going I mean, through an emo phase. It'd be really nice <laughs> to be in all black. I mean, you came to the right place yeah. for that. Dressing yeah. for the part. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, we can do a little. You know, this place is sort of a whole monument to sorrow. But there are some clothing stores downtown. We could go hang out and maybe okay, you do a little shopping trip, makeover. Hit them up real quick. Hit them yeah. up real no, quick. No, if okay. we're going to be here, we might as well. Let's have a bleak uh, makeover montage. You suddenly hear a woman screaming no, outside. We're going shopping. <laughs> you never let us I have run out. fun. I run out. Actually, let me do a perception check real yeah. quick to see if I think it's like a real woman or a trap. Sure. That's going to be a 26. Sounds like a very scared woman. Okay, I'll run out. I'll run out. Okay. Dead eyes right after. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Which, if, yeah. Dead eye. I'll follow Dead eye. Uh, you guys all run out. You guys and see Mooney. the peasants just look scared as fuck uh, when that happens. The shells don't react at all. They're just like, oh, okay. Um, the peasants get super scared and like uh, go hide back in the kitchen. I I, uh, I tip my winkle at them. <laughs> That <laughs> they're fully running away. Um, so you guys run. You guys rush outside onto the cobblestone streets, and you see a young woman um, trying to get away from some like half giant looking guy. It looks like ogre sized or something. Uh, it's this big hulking ogre looking dude. Uh, he wears a dusty blue robe with a hood pulled up. 
Uh, and under it is a copper mask with a neutral expression. Uh, and he's grabbing the girl and pulling at her. And she's screaming, let me go, let me go, damn it, let me go, you freak. Uh, I spores him. You run up <laughs> and spores this guy, take him completely by surprise and do six damage to him as you cough up spores in his face. You see he lets go of the girl uh, and staggers back a little bit and just makes like a guttural sound. He just goes, Roar! and she goes, ah, uh, and she starts taking off. Uh, this guy turns uh, to chase her. I, I, let's tackle him. Dead uh, everybody roll initiative. Yeah. Okay. I feel nice. like let's let, I got 15. I feel like let's let this young lady go run away. Sure. Eight. I ain't gonna chase some woman. Unless it's like an anglerfish deal and she's the lure. Oh. Yeah, is Deadeye, Deadeye, you know this woman? Deadeye, is this an anglerfish situation? Uh, uh, would I, I, I know the ogre, but would I know the girl at all or no? So the woman is uh, like a young woman, like a teenager, maybe like 17 or 18 years old. Um, and she looks dressed up like she's about to go out or something. She's wearing like a nice dress or like a peasant's version of a nice dress. It looks like she tailored her own like peasant's gown mm. um, to make it look uh, real stylish. And it worked. She was beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So she's like a little, a little peasant girl. Yeah, you you would know her in town. Her name is Sandy. Sandy, cool, great. Uh, what did everybody give her initiative? Nineteen. Okay. Fifteen. Eight. Thirty-one. Whoa. Come again? Boys. Normally, normally 30. it's like zero to twenty. Yeah, I got a thirty-one. Okay. Okay. Dead eye. <laughs> He's got feet. He I knows can't wait to, to look stuff. at all your feet at the oh, end. Man, I got yeah. fifteen. So believe it or not, Dead Eye, you are first. You have this. Um, <laughs> This big ogre guy was grabbing this girl like by the wrist, trying to pull her. Uh, Moonshine ran up, uh, did six damage to him, did a little spores to him. He surprised, let out this grunt and let her go. She starts taking off running uh, and you guys got the jump on him. Okay, uh, Deadeye whips Luann off his hip. Ooh, uh, I didn't know she had a name. Luann. Oh, she has a name. Uh, oh. I should give my gun a name. <laughs> <gasps> you should just Bobby. use Dead Eyes. Luann is great. Um, guys, Dead Eyes not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Balnor, don't go down this road. <laughs> um, Dead Eye, do you have kids? What? I'm kidding. <laughs> looking for another dad. God damn it. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to spend a grit point to make this a violent shot. Deadeye playing, or Brennan rather, playing uh, Matt Mercer's Gunslinger class. Not only Ooh. Matt Mercer's Gunslinger class, I'm also playing a hollow one, which is a Matt Mercer custom race. Thank so you, there Matt you Mercer. Oh, Thanks. Wow. It's a big, big Matt Mercer Thanks, day Matt here you. on the pod. Thank you, Matt. 19 to hit. Hits. Brennan has so many dice. Jesus. Oh, boy. 30 damage on the first attack. Jesus. Um, you see this big ogre, like, staggers back as this huge shot just, like, explodes in his shoulder. Uh, but he's pretty hardy. He's still, he's still up. Mm. 28 to hit on the second attack. Super hits. Um, and that one's not going to get sneak attack damage. That one's also a violent shot. 25 damage on the second shot. Hooey. Shit. I go back inside and get some cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am like glad that Bev gets to follow that. I don't want to follow that. <laughs> Dang, good stuff. Uh, Bev, that is, is your it turn. my turn. Yeah. Um, how's he looking? Uh, how, how... He he looks okay. okay. It's hard. It's hard to tell because uh, he's wearing this big robe and he has this mask on. Um, but he's moaning. Hurr! 
Um, so I, as I'm approaching him, I'm kind of like, my, I'm unsheathing my sword. It's fully gray at this point. Okay. I'm kind of like, I'm doing a quick check-in with Pelor. Hey, it's been a while since we talked, but um, I'm kind of doing a new thing. Is that cool with you? Uh, go ahead and make a religion check. Cool. Oh, 19. 19. Um, you see, as you are um, going near this guy, mm -hmm. uh, and you do you have your blade uh, lit up at this moment? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you use a bonus action. You light up your sword. Um, you see it begins to dim a little bit. It dims? Yeah. Huh. Uh, but you don't know why. Dim in like a, it dims to like a cool gray that looks like like a lighter green. Lighter green, not the, the night of gray that I was hoping for. Um, it's okay, Beth. Maybe the reception's bad um, down here. Um, 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 And I just, I guess I just launch forward. <laughs> Sweet, you swing at this guy, and yeah. this guy's just like, ooh. <laughs> that was not what I was hoping for, but okay. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Great. Okay. 14. Uh, 14 damage. Sweet. Uh, you slash into this guy. Not as powerful as the gun. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not. <laughs> Good effort, little man. Keep it going, Slim. <laughs> you got like, this. Hey, you can bring people back to life. That's good, too. I turned back at everyone, and I pointed my sword, and I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's not working. <laughs> Um, I am gonna. All right, I'm. I'm kind of worried. I'm testing the waters. I'm dipping a toe in. Uh, I'm gonna try and hit again. Okay. Actually, can I go ahead and just like add a divine smite to that one? Uh, yeah, you hit. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I want to see how that it. works. Okay. It's four extra damage. Jesus. Mm. Boom. Okay. Um, you see yeah, that, you, slash, you slash into him. <laughs> uh, you see there is an explosion of radiant energy, and it does uh -huh. uh, stagger him a little bit. Uh, I guess I'll attack again. Sweet. That's a natural 20, though. Oh, that's very good. Mm -hmm. Has the glow of the Bev sword now. Bev needs to get his uh, groove back. Yeah, Bev's uh, off his rocker. Bev is off his game. Um, I'm out of, I don't, should I do a third level smite or should I save that slot? I don't know what we're up against today. I got to save that I slot think for a save it, yeah. Okay, I can't do a smite, but uh, I will take this double damage, I guess. Sweet, yeah. Okay. 14. Uh, sweet. It's, uh, I just you know, rolled a one there. Um, mm. And also, my strength is still reduced, isn't it? Yes. Okay, that's what's, yeah, you, uh, that's what's up. No, you know what? I'll say you guys have taken a short rest uh, oh. while you guys have been walking around and at the bar. Probably like an hour or two has passed. Like you guys sat and shot the shit with uh, Deadeye. Okay, <laughs> okay. Shooting cool. the shit with Deadeye. That's good. There'll be more shooting shit with Really good. From. That's Deadeye's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> shooting the shit. Bev. After your turn, um, mm -hmm. you swing into this big dude. You see he staggers back, um, and out from the shadows, uh, this little alley um, that you guys are near, uh, you see two little halfling-sized dudes. Uh, you recognize uh, them, Deadeye. Um, they are also wearing um, blue robes and the copper masks um, with like the neutral expressions mm. on. And uh, they jump forward and are going to take stabs at Beverly. <gasps> oh, uh, and shit. You see they jump you forward. You little they go, rats. Why are you friends with the vampires? We are uh, not you, friends with the vampires. Do what? Uh, are you not the vampires? Uh, so this little halfling person does hit Beverly with a dagger. How dare. Um, stabs into Beverly. 
friend of vampires. Why? Um, we don't like those guys. We are not friends with vampires. going to do... You don't know my friend group. 27 <laughs> damage. <gasps> okay. Um, and go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. 15. Uh, that passes. Woo. So you're only going to take half of this. Uh, so you take 15 extra poison damage. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you look down and you see this uh, this little assassin halfling has gotten like under your ribs and you see this like black ooze dripping off the blade. Uh, and then this other one is going to swing at you. Ow! Um, the black ooze is coming from the blade and not Beverly, right? Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, Beverly's not full of I'm black ooze. Sure. Okay. I don't know what happens be- when you com- become a gray knight. Yeah. Does your blood um, get gray? Bad blood. Uh, this other one uh, hops off the uh, first assassin and stabs down into Bev. Thank you, sister. Uh, <gasps> oh, cute. And That's really cute. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you have each other. And hits uh, and is going to do 32 damage. Okay. And then um, go ahead and give me another constitution saving throw. Uh, you guys see Bev is just like all by himself, just like all of these Shit. dudes with blue robes are just like stabbing down on him. 14? Uh, 14 does not pass. Uh-oh. You are going to take another 31 damage. I'm down. Bev goes down. Oh. I just short rest. I just got back to full HP. Jesus. Moonshine, that's these your turn. Wonder twins okay, I am going to call to my hands uh, some spell magic. Okay. Um, It's going to be a beautiful light. Um magical energy glowing from my hands and I'm going to turn to these, what is it, two youngins? Uh, you don't know like if they're kids or if they're halflings or what they are. I guess they well, have like a halfling proportions, you can kind of tell. I'm going to I'm gonna just say, turn to the youngins and say, we are not friends with vampires. Do you see this goodness coming out of me? You see, you can't see any kind of like expression on their face or anything, but you see the one that's just like gone up and stabbed Bev, just kind of tilts their head and goes, then why are you letting her run away? Okay, just so you know, we're not the enemy. I didn't know what that girl's situation was. I heard a woman screaming after being attacked by a shadowy figure on the street, and my instinct is to uh, side with her. And so, but I'm just letting you know, I could have used this turn. I could have used all this magical goodness to hurt you, but instead I'm going to heal my friend, trusting that y'all are going to have a real conversation with us rather than just, you know, sneaking around with knives. And then I'm going to heal Bev. Okay. Uh, so this is just a chaotic battle. So they're hearing this over um, the sounds of them just like clashing uh, against Bev. And I guess now standing over Bev's uh, unconscious body. I'm healing him for 23. 23. Yeah. I pop back up. That's not my ooze. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the big guy's turn. Bev, you are up in the mix. Mm-hmm. So um, this guy is going to take off. Uh, you get an opportunity attack if you'd like to take one. Oh, on him? Yeah, he looks like he's gonna—he's running towards the girl. Um, who's just I, yelling, "Get away from me, you fucking weirdos!" I'll—I'll I'll, I'll swipe at him, I guess. Okay, go ahead. Uh, eighteen. Uh, eighteen hits. Great. Eight damage on the first hit. Do I get two attacks or just one on it? Uh, just attack? one. Okay. Okay. Um, and I do have an ability called Relentless Avenger now as a Grey Knight. Okay. Uh, which means that after an opportunity attack, I can use half of my speed as part of the same reaction to run. Sweet. So I'm going to double that with my Yippie Skippy boots and just chase after the girl now. 
Sweet. The girl has not gotten that far away. Okay. On his turn, he was going to run up and try to snatch her up. I will say, just for the fun of it, mm-hmm. um, if you're able to catch up and use this Reckless Avenger thing, you can do an opposed grapple check if you guys want to kind of like wrestle. I think I want to get between them. Okay. Um, go ahead and do, I'll, I'll, say, uh, I'll say athletics. Do yeah. an athletics check against him. Seven. Seven. Okay, he got a twenty-five. You see, uh, Bev. Bev, Bev, I swear he does his squats every day. (laughs) Every day. Skippies runs super quick over to this uh, girl who's running away. Gets in front of her, holds his hand up. Uh, This dude just stiff arms. Stiff arms. Don't worry, I'm here to. Oh. (laughs) Stiff arms Bev down, um, and then scoops the girl up. Deadeye, whose side are we on in this battle? Every side in this town is bad. The I whole town's bad. That might be the case. The whole town is bad. Okay. Hard one, that's your turn. I report spores everyone. I say, the whole town is bad. <laughs> also, welcome to the report spores, Deadeye, everyone. When, De- when yeah. Deadeye's Dead here. <laughs> you can put an emoji next to your name if you want. Uh, I think that the emoji that comes out is just... <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, who's okay. the who is the brand I don't have and saved in my speaking stone? <laughs> That's dead eye, y'all. Oh shit! Oh wow. New um, to the report spores. I'm going to. My phone doesn't have these emojis on it. <laughs> Just a little weird black square shows up a bunch of them in a row. <laughs> so everyone's everyone's bad. Everybody's How bad. We're not bad. bad. The two little halflings um, at the same time tilt their heads. It's shades. We're hey, dealing with shades. Uh, yeah, y'all like that creepy little head tilt they do when oh, they say yeah. they're not bad? They uh, seem. Yeah, we were good, but we found... Like a red flag. We were bad, but then we found the goddess. Oh, I swing oh, my hammer at wait, them. Wait, Fiala? Who? Okay. The Never Dusk mind. Mother. The what? The Dusk Mother. Dear Hard one, get that Lord. picture out. I hate... Our Lady of Penance. <gasps> it's not your mom, is it? I un, I show them the picture of the widow. Is it this lady? They don't know what the fuck. They, they just shrug their shoulders. I hit him with my hammer. Okay. <laughs> uh, you just run up to one of these little halflings, uh, swing you on run them. up, show them a picture. Is this her? Attack <laughs> Is this my dog? Said, yes. Uh, it's like showing somebody a picture of your lost dog and then just uppercutting them. <laughs> 21 to hit. 21 hits. 10 damage. 10 damage, okay. Um, yeah, you go over, they're like tilting their heads, being like, we were bad, but we're good. <laughs> Just like rock one right in the face, uh, falls over. Great, how good are you? Very good. Why? You, but you tried to kill my friend. You tried to kill my friend. Your they friend did. Your friend tried to kill my friend first. No, we tried to stop your friend, a troll, a giant ogre from- He's uh, trying to save uh, her. Save her. Swing. Uh, you got to take your attacks. All right, fine. 26 damage. Or 26 uh, to hit. That hits. Hard one. They've got the timeline right. I did swing at them. 17 damage. 17 damage. Okay. I should have reported Boris these little fucks. I thought um, I was going to be I'm going to use my action surge. Okay. To hit them some more. <laughs> Just swinging my hammer back Leave and forth. Leave my sister alone. I'm going to swing my hammer at that other guy then. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to try to kill somebody. I'm going to swing at yeah. the sister. 16. 16 does hit. Yes. We should have hit. 14 damage. That's something we can do. Uh, 14 damage. Sweet. All right. One last um, attack. The hammer. An uppercut hammer. Nat one. Cool. Nat one. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have tried to just like, uh, Quickly dodges out of the way. I hit him three times, did I? Three out of four. <laughs> that's great. Pretty good. Honestly, that's really, really good. Uh, <laughs> show me that pit poster again. Oh, uh, this lady. It's my mommy. Oh, shit. Lydia. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. 
Holy hell, man. I, I faint. <laughs> Y'all, can we just can we just take these little fucks captive and go somewhere yeah. and have a conversation? Let's shove them in a barrel or something. You see Balnor run, but it's Balnor's turn. Balnor runs up and just tries to jump on top of the ogre guy that's carrying the girl. Uh, he does a grapple check. He fails. He gets fucking stiff armed and just gets thrown uh, off. We of gotta him. get that guy dark vision. Join the you. club, dude. Uh, that is back around to Deadeye. Okay. Um, uh, uh, this this ogre's not looking at me, right? He's not looking at you. He's trying to run away. He's like fleeing. Cool. Gotcha. Uh, so you can get sneak attack. Cool. I will I will get advantage on him as he's running. Uh, I'm going In the to- future. Oh man, I would love to cast Pass Without Trace with me on oh. you. <laughs> Send you in to do some recon. No, Ooh, baby. We'd, we'd lose him forever. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is going to be a violent shot as well. Uh, that's going to be a 24 to hit. That hits. 31 points of damage. Jesus! Um, you blow a fucking hole in this guy's back. Uh, still alive. Uh, really? So I'm going to take my second attack. Yep. Um, but yeah, you see you blow into his back and you see like all like ash flying and stuff and his cloak like breaks in half. 15 damage on the second attack. Homeboy's still running. He is All right, we're gonna quite action hurt, but still alive. Oh. Action surge. Oh, jeez. Oh. Hey, that's your thing. Hey, I'll share it. I always <laughs> thought that was like kind of special that Harwan did that. Yeah. Oh, you should feel pretty. It's pretty cool. I have the same thing as Dead Eye. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, wow. I feel good about being a Craig. Uh, that one's going to be uh, 19 to hit. That does hit. Okay. 17. Uh, last 17 points of damage. Jesus. Uh, la- uh, very hurt. Still alive. Still alive? Uh, last attack on this one. Uh, that's a 29 to hit. That hits. Uh, 17 more damage. Whew. Deadeye, finish him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Deadeye looks over at you, Moonshine. Uh, the the eye on the clean side of his face, the pupil gets down to just a pinpoint of black, oh. and he, out of his like horrible kind of mangled, bloody eye that you see like a rich elven crick green, oh. winks at you with his bloody eye, and just fanning the hammer, boom, 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 oh. loads this dude's back up with lead. Yeah, you see his back yes, is like completely bitch. torn up, um, and he completely like combusts and turned to ash. Ooh, Deadeye, you made me so proud of where I came from. And Balnor and the girl crash to the ground. <laughs> ah. uh, Bev, that's your turn. Okay, I want to run over to the girl. Okay. Uh, and I want to use Pelor's chains. Okay. Uh, to restrain her. Okay. This is uh, a newly flavored uh, Grey Knight thing. Um, it's basically just Divine Wrath, but instead of vines, they are chains now. Sweet. So uh, she'll need to make a strength or dexterity saving. Jesus. Okay. Um, she fails, Great. believe it or not. Ow, what the fuck you doing, you fucking weirdo? We're going to get to the bottom of this, I okay? thought you were on my side, you fuck, fucking weirdo. Listen, it's- Why is everyone in this town fucking weird? We're just trying to navigate some very subtle shades of gray, and I need you to sit tight for a second. Okay, she's wrapped up in chains. I kind of I kind of look back at everyone and say, like, I got her. <laughs> um, good. <laughs> I shrug. You tackle and change the woman we were trying to save, <laughs> but I think that is what we needed but to I do. But I think that's what we need to do. I'm gonna call it a win. <laughs> uh, you I see, they like look up at you. Like what do you of... mean? What do you mean, shades of gray? We're doing good. We're doing good things. Uh, and they stab at hard one. You're bad. You like vampires. 
Why? Oh, we have consistently told you we don't like vampires. What are you, a broken record? Then why you are you working listen? with them? It reflects so badly on this realm that you talk so creepy. Just talk <laughs> normal. Just talk normal. <laughs> they talk at the exact same time. We are normal. I thought, I thought one of them was dead. No, just the big guy. Oh, the big guy is who you took down dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, was shoot, he was shooting the big guy. Ash, gotcha. Um, Hard one, uh, this one does hit you. 31 damage, hard one, and then go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's probably, I get advantage, but I think a 25 is going to do it anyway. Yes, 25 does do it. Murph. Uh, yes? Can we say that as a bonus action on my turn, I use my amulet? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, um, hard one, you only take half of, you take half of 29, uh, so we'll round down, so 14. From the poison. Cool. Um, with my... Um, as I take the hit, I tie my hair up into a man bun and I give it right back. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Hellish Hellish rebuke. rebuke. Yeah, buddy. Uh, they're going to pass their saving throw. Cool. Uh, but so they'd still take two D10s of damage, half of that? Yes. Six. Six damage. Dang. They down? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I but this, this hurt one is, is more hurt. Uh, you shoot some fire at them. Wow, you really are evil. Damn right I am. Uh, takes a second attack. This attack isn't going to be nearly as good. Misses. Uh, yeah. You block it. Somebody missed for once uh, in this fight. Uh, other one takes its first attack uh, and misses on its first attack. Huge. Uh, hits on its second attack. Love to see that. 24 damage of just uh, piercing damage. Okay. Um, and then go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. 22. Uh, passes. So you'll just take half of this. Uh, so you take 12 poison damage. Okay. How you that, that really fucked me up. Uh, that I'm is, having a bad day. <laughs> uh, and then you know what? They're going to take uh, bonus actions to hide. Cool. I think I think that bird wing gave me food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, aside from just being really injured, I feel sick. It was a wing, definitely not a bird wing. Mm. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. Um. Okay. If you're bad, you can be good too. You you're can gonna, learn how to be good. If you're gonna talk, that's gonna kind of compromise your hide, isn't it? True. Well, yeah, one of them fully <laughs> talks. <laughs> you see, like one of them has like poked their head out a little bit. <laughs> All right, I was gonna try and do something on both y'all, but since you're hiding, I guess I'm just gonna attack the one that spoke to me. I'm gonna spore him real quick I, for six. Uh, ow! Stop! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull him out by his ear. Pull him out from hiding by his ear. Spores in him via ear canal. I'll say if I'm gonna fucking talk while I'm hiding, I will allow this. That's my, that's fully my bad. This and is then I'm yourself. gonna try and uh, does a twenty hit? Yeah. And then I'm gonna smack him for another uh, smack him for another eighteen. Jesus, that is hard one's turn. If that one's out there in the it's open, out there I'm gonna, the yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna swing my hammer at it. You gotta be better. Don't do at that. Hiding, we need buddy. to help people. We're 20, trying to help people. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. Just looking at you, uh, with this like weird, creepy mask, looking up at you. Why? Fourteen damage. Why do you hurt me? It's uh, the mask. Finish, finish this uh, halfling. I'm still holding him by the ear, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Great. Hard one, <laughs> take off the mask. It's a little Ooh. pinata thing. Okay, that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, I swing my hammer and just just try to nick the mask so it flies <laughs> off. Hardin, you take a big swing with your hammer. Uh, you crack into this little halfling's face. Uh, you see the mask flies off, 
and you see uh, a halfling that looks to be a teenager, like uh, green teen age-ish, um, but skin is all like burned, like looks like burning scars. Okay. Your um, goddess give you these. Uh... And um, you completely just, you for a split second, like see like some burning scars, um, but you completely rearrange uh, this uh, halfling girl's face uh, and then she explodes into ash and is gone. Explosion to ash, as in like leaves mist form, or no? Okay, cool. N- no, not like a vampire. That's like she seen. turns into ash and is gone. Great work killing that grown woman, hard one. Yes, she was. A, she was an old hag. I yeah, think. honestly, it looked like she lived a good life. Yeah, we find a You killer. really showed it to that crone. <laughs> honestly, I felt more guilty Bone about killing crone. the horse. Uh, that is. Uh, you still have a second attack. Ooh. Um, I'll let you do a perception check if you want to try to find the other yeah, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll just search can for we that. Do, can we see if the if that other one was affected by their sister's death and made a small noise? They are where... She wasn't okay. affected. Uh, it was only an eight on my an perception. An eight. You, do, you, can't, you can't see shit. Mm. It's dark in this little alley. That is Balnor's turn. Um, Balnor's just going to... Uh, hold an action because he doesn't see what's going on. He's confused as hell. Um, uh, he looks at you, Bev. Oh, you, you change her up, huh? This is so confusing. Uh, it is just over there with Bev yeah, and the girl. Just covering our bases, you know? Um, that is back around to Deadeye. Uh, I'll make a perception check to try to spot this halfling. Sweet. Go ahead. That's gonna be a twenty-four. Uh, you see, you see um, her head peeking out. You see, like a gas lamp um, shines a little bit on the copper mask in the alley. Uh, mm. That's sad my about folk, her y'all. Um, there she is, half hidden by that barrel. Um, uh, uh, cool. Uh, am I hidden from uh, her right now? I would say you're probably not hidden from her. Okay, I have two follow-up questions. Number one, <laughs> would you say that defeating that, that killing that ogre, that he was a significant foe? Yes. Okay, so I've regained a grit point. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you are like. You are like a problem player. You are a problem You are like doing shit that I've never even heard of. You can't see. He's, like, he's a different kind of shenanigan. Like it's a it's, law, it's lawful shenanigan. Yes, it's this lawful is what happened when you read the books. <laughs> and also, like. And also, like, you're like. Oh my god! That's my alignment is lawful shenanigans. Like yeah. I feel like I don't like you could be making shit up and I would just yeah. buy it. This grit <laughs> point, I'm like I'm just trusting you that sure. it's a thing. Sounds real. I, I love it. Everyone at home, you can't see, but Brendan does have an abacus in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so close to what you actually brought today, which is an old timey accountant's calculator. calculator. Uh, it is a Casio electronic solar powered calculator, and it helps me with my maths. Um, I'll make a bonus action stealth to try to get to try to get the drop. Um, just to see how Sweet. we do here. Uh, that's the second nat one that this <gasps> has rolled for me. Uh, this die is retired. You, go, <laughs> wow. you, you step on Balnor's foot and his gun goes off. <laughs> uh, I look over at him. Does it uh, hit the halfling? So yeah, yeah. Knowing, the halfling's dead. Knowing that my cover is blown, uh, who has who had the copper mask or was near it? Was that Bev or Harwin? Harwin. Uh, yeah. I'll go, Hoss, lift the mask. What? What? Lift the mask up. Oh, I lift the mask up. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, take Luann out. Um, I have to use one of my attacks to reload, so he slaps six bullets in the gun. Uh, and uses his second attack and is going to spend a grit point to do a dead eye shot, which gives him advantage on the attack, which means that even if the other person's not in combat, he does get sneak attack on it. 
Um, Feet. Jesus. I believe you. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is some crit grit, y'all. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love crit grit. Look at all these Shrimp crit and grits. He's got so many crit tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Moonshine, how come you don't have these crit tricks? All uh, right, youngin'. We don't need to, we don't need to, you know, compare people and make people feel bad. It's true. Uh, cool. So this is a dead eye shot. I have advantage on this attack roll. Okay. Seven plus 12 is 19. That hits. Uh, and then that is uh, 16 points of damage. Sweet. Uh, this little lady uh, is very shocked to be shot. Don't, don't Could you not that. call our foes Ow. little ladies? Why? That's what I call I'm my a little cat. lady. It's <laughs> a little doll. Dead I asked Hard One to lift the mask up because he takes the trick shot and hits it, shoots the mask in Hard One's hands to ricochet around the corner she's hiding. Yes. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh. Hell yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were gonna shoot at it. <laughs> nice. Sounds like steel drums, love it. Uh, that is Bev's ding, turn. Ding. Okay, Bev uh, marvels at this gun kata. <laughs> Equilibrium style. <laughs> Did that bullet just curve? The secret of the gun kata. Um, yeah, I tell, uh, I, I ask Balinor to keep an eye on this girl who's chained up. Okay. And I'm going to sprint over to, I guess, now where I know the halfling girl is. Sweet. Um, and I'm just going to try and, yeah, slash at her. Sweet. Go ahead. Cool. The tables have turned. <laughs> A win for the vampires. How you, unfortunate. We gotta take these masks, right? So that we could go to some sort of a yeah. dusk goddesses. Yep. This is, mm-hmm. See, and we thought we knew we were gonna go shopping. Um, <laughs> okay, nineteen. Uh, nineteen hits. Cool. Um, let me know if uh, she starts getting down to like dangerous levels because I, I would probably try to like do non-lethal. Okay. Uh, okay. This is gonna be. Uh, that's thirteen damage on the first hit. Sweet. I have no magic left, so I'm just gonna slap her with my sword. Uh, great, 20. Uh, that hits. That's 13 damage. Nice. Uh, she's starting to look pretty messed up. Okay, cool. The Dusk Mother gives me strength. Uh-huh. Uh, Are you religious? A... Are you a good boy? I, yes, but I think that we have a very you different- You don't seem like a good boy. We have she... a very different idea of what a good boy is. Uh, she is going to, you know what? She's gonna take a disengage mm. um, and then hide again. <laughs> so she has hidden somewhere in the alley. Moonshine, that is your turn. Motherfucker, why do I always get them after they hide? <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire to try and find her. Okay, Um, yeah, I mean, she lights up. She's like <laughs> scrambling up, trying to climb up uh, one of the houses. Cool, <laughs> then I, oh wait, that's an action, so. Yep. All right. I, y'all have at her. <laughs> and then uh, I spores her. Oh, spores sweet. her for six. She's okay. over there. Uh, so you run up, uh, get, uh, grab get her near ankles, her. spores her. Spores her. And I say, I found her. Why? Why are you doing this? Uh, that is Hard One's turn. Ah, my turn to kill her. <laughs> hard One? <laughs> hard One, I got a, an old, beat up crone for you. Uh, 26 hits. I guess I'll try to do non-lethal for my boy, Bev. Okay. Uh, gang, these are those R words I was talking about before. All this damage is non-lethal. Oh. Ah. So wait, you're saying that even if we kill them, they're not actually dead? They're just going to reappear somewhere else? Oh, that fellow lying down in the middle of the road with all the bullets in his back? Me and him have had that tango about a half a dozen times. 
Okay. Oh, so this is just an this is just an exercise in futility. Part one, what you... part of this is a bad town? Do you guys not get? Well, I don't. Okay, I was okay. hoping we could get some information from them. Gotcha. Part so one... that's thirteen damage to kill the uh, the teenager. Yep. <laughs> hey, go mayo nuts, bud. <laughs> uh, uh, very hurt, but still alive. Cool. I'll take my second attack, swinging the hammer. Motherfuckers. Nineteen. Uh, hits. Uh, you do know, you guys know revenants, though, that they take like 24 hours to come back. So killing one isn't a. Com- yeah, it's but it's still like using up spells and whatnot. Sure. Mm-hmm. 15 damage. Hard one, finish her. Yes! I facepalm moonshine out of my way. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Uh, thanks, moonshine. High five, high five, moonshine, and swing my hammer at uh, this girl's face. Sweet. Uh, you once again knock the mask off, uh, see all these burn scars, and she. Whew, Turns to dust. You see, like, a little smile. Um, we'll be back. Oh, that was creepy. You saw that, right? Yeah, I did see that. Huh. Oh. Yeah, they've got an aesthetic. I'll give them that. All right, let's go retreat somewhere where we're not dealing with folks. So you yeah. see this, this, girl, vampire, this girl's right? all chained up, and she's like, would you fucking let me go? Whose side are you on? Show, you me, just... your, show me your teeth. Uh, she smiles. She's got regular teeth. I inspect, I inspect your canines. Uh, go ahead and Actually, give me you know like what? A... I open a little wound on me, and mm. I put the blood in front of her. There you go. Um, you see she goes, oh, yeah, I'm so fucking thirsty for that. That looks fucking so delicious. Uh, I, I, I prick myself. Uh, you see that she leans forward and starts um, trying to suck down Moonshine's blood. Are you pretending to be a vampire for some reason? I'm not reason? fucking pretending. They're going to turn me. Oh my oh. Laura, you wanna be turned. You're some the fuck wouldn't I wanna be turned. They're, they're fucking sexy and cool as hell. Oh, you're thinking of like oh. Twilight then. I fucking oh. love blood, okay? You Oh this what? is so sexy. It's sad. fucking delicious. Prove it. I prove it. Fine, I'll drink your blood. Drink the blood. <laughs> Give me your fucking boy blood. All right, here, drink some of my nasty uh, boy blood. Uh starts just like gagging it down. See you hate Sandy, it. Sandy, come on, hey, fella. Uh, she Sandy, clearly, what the hell are you doing out here? You know, you know I'm better. Than going this. up, uh, right. fucking mortals, fucking drink for free. I'm going up to the red fan. Why them? Them revenants were gonna give you a hard time. They found out that you were gonna be flirting with them vampires up in the Ruby. Fan. Yeah, they were fucking gonna bring me home, fucking dickheads. All right, look, just we're gonna let you out of your ties here. You know that those vampires ain't gonna turn you. They're gonna kill your ass, right? You won't be walking around like Sammy, vacant ass glass eyes. That's not what they. That's not Sammy, what fucking. That's he, not what he saw a possum in a hat, and he thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen in his entire goddamn life. <laughs> he laughed like a goddamn car like alarm. You see, Balnor stifles a laughter. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about it. It's funny. It's kind of funny the way I said it. It's that's right. Funny. Uh, Can I see the hat on the possum? I, I slapped the whipple on Papa. <laughs> this is fucking funny. Yeah, but you're not dying laughing. Right. Yeah. Why? Explain the joke to me. What's funny about it? He's got a little hat on. What's I don't know. surprising about? Comedy requires a subversion of expectation. I did not expect to see a wimple on a possum today. I think dead at you know, they're not around possum like we are all the time. So like we've seen a possum in just about every hat yeah. you possibly can. Yeah, Papa looks like insulted. Mm-hmm. Also, dead eye <laughs> humor has kind of changed since you've been, you know, like on Bohemia and it's it's kind of like an evolutionary thing. Like mostly humor now is like teens dancing with music behind it. What's uh, funny about that? Why is that? No, it's funny. It's like you know, like they're like lip syncing while it's happening. Like no, it's humor isn't evolving. It's art fucking form. cool, and vampires are cool. 
Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place. So if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, vampires, okay, what are we going to do with this? Look, that's what it used to be like. They used to suck all your blood and turn you into a stupid shell, but there's fucking cool vampires now. You just hang out at the bar, you give them a little bit of your blood, and they let you fucking drink for free. It's fucking sick. It rules. There's an open keg of ale in there. You drink for free all you want. I don't want any of that stinky ass ale. Sucks ass, dude. She wants to hang out with vampires. That's part of the thing. Uh, tire back I up love again. Blood. Tire back I up love again. Blood. She's Dad, up. She's what, tired. What's up here? What? What you? What's going on? What do we do with this youngin? I'm gonna give you three guesses. What I'm gonna say. First guess. Um, we gotta we gotta let her go. Make her own choices. Nope. No, no, no. Okay. Second choice. Uh, second guess rather. Uh, we gotta use her as bait in the vampire bar. Nope. Like that one. Oh no. Okay. No. Okay, no. no. Third one. We gotta bring her back to her parents. No, and that's gonna be zero for three. Oh, what happens if I get all my guesses wrong? Well, then I just tell you. Okay, wonderful. So, so what I was going to say, and I wasn't even going to propose a plan at all, but I was just going. What I was planning to say in response to your query uh-huh. was, this town is bad. <laughs> this town sucks. Vampires are awesome. Okay, I knock her out. I knock her out. And throw her over my shoulder. Uh, you punch just this teenage <laughs> okay. girl. You adventurer. I just throw her over my just, shoulder. Uh, yeah, you knock her the fuck out right away. I'm not yep, even going to make you roll for it. Thrown over my shoulder. Uh, I awesome. Just, I also killed two teenagers today. <laughs> I didn't kill her. I just knocked her well, out. First of all, oh. that, that's the first thing we got to talk about is ain't nobody here killed no teenager, and I didn't kill that ogre. 
all three. Let's get back to my house, and I'll okay. explain yeah. y'all what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's probably what we so should have done. So are we bringing this concussed teen with us? Moonshine, if you want... If you want to, you think, just let her go? Let her become a vampire? I understand that it's bad for her to go mm-hmm. to the Ruby Fen. It's yeah. also bad to leave her in the middle of the street. It's also bad to bring her to her home. Everything's so, bad. Everything's, everything's bad. bad. All right, then. I guess I'm just going to keep yeah. carrying her over and knocking her out. Yeah. Let's I think do well, that how about this? Why don't you drop her off with Sammy in the fat monk? Because I'm... I don't trust Sammy with a... Well, let me put it this way. Uh-huh. I'm, an, a, I'm an adult man who lives by myself in an evil town, and I don't want a concussed teenage girl being brought into my house. Sure. Maybe if she hangs out with Sammy, she'll be scared straight and not wanting to get sucked by a vampire. I honestly think that's the best option. All right. And you trust Sammy? I don't think... He doesn't have... I, I don't trust think he... in comedy. Oh, I don't... what about the other two little... The, the peasants in that bar? They were, oh, yeah. they were concerned about okay, you. Okay, I'm going to go look for the woman in the hat. Lady Wimple. Go ahead and roll me a pure luck check, Moonshine, to see if they stayed in the bar. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say stacked. anything higher. I'm going to say 10 or higher, they're still there. Uh, Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, you rush Wait, into the So they're the not bar. at the bar, but they were outside the bar. <laughs> where Lady we Wimple! Lady Wimple! Uh, you see it is just the two shells in there right now. Okay, I'm just going to keep carrying her over my shoulder. Okay. And what are you going to do with Until I find a safe place for her. Uh, then I looks over and goes, I um, I need to be real clear. Okay. I understand that you and I both know that you're a good person. Oh. You struck that young girl across the back of the head, and mm-hmm. now she's unconscious on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. This is, by any legal standard, kidnapping. You're right. You know what? We let the youngins make their own mistakes and learn from that. I'm being a, some sort of like controlling adult. The same right. I guess I'm okay. I, I deposit her in Sammy's care. I give him another uh, another piece of fur from <laughs> Papa, and I say, "Here, this is for uh, making sure this young lady gets into safe hands." Dead eyes. Oh. There are uh, rooms here at this tavern. He's got a house. I got. I, I just. I mean, if we wanted to like put her somewhere safe so she could like lay down and maybe yeah. chill there, out. There, are, there are rooms there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Put her upstairs in a bed or something. I you know? pluck another hair from Papa, and I say, <laughs> "Here's." Two hairs. She should be able to stay here for a year. <laughs> uh, looks at you dead seriously. <laughs> she can have the apartment. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> wow. So this will be I'll move. I'll sleep in the kitchen. Fair enough. Good, good, good. Okay, You're great. You're a good man, Sam. Thank great. you. Great. Just make sure she gets like a coffee when she wakes up and, you know. Right on, right on. Yeah. Okay, great. New landlord. Uh, <laughs> tries to shake hands with the unconscious woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that well, seems. Hey, as, I think we're as good. good as we, could we put Sammy done. in her care. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys start to walk up the stairs to like the apartment uh, above the uh, above the bar here. Uh, foot goes through some like rotted old floorboards. Uh, oh, you think Lord, Sammy maybe has just terrible. been sleeping in the kitchen mm. and forgot? Um, and nobody's been up here for a long time. Sure. But yeah, there's a really old apartment up here. It's not um, tastefully okay. decorated at all. Full of fucking cobwebs and <laughs> all, all right, this stuff. I want to pen a real quick note. Whoops, nope, I can't. I tell Papa to pen a real <laughs> quick note. <laughs> and just say, Papa, um, I'm just going to do a little dictation. Um, Hello, Sandy. I'm very sorry that I knocked you out. However, I just believe that you have more in your future than being a vampire. I understand they seem sexy now, but, you know, it's a dangerous path, and I I wish you would think it through. I'm going to roll a D100 to see what percentage of that Papa was able (laughs) to do. Papa got a full um, 37% of that. It's not bad. Okay. 
That's I don't know. I assume he got it's, 100%. It's confusing. Wait, I have a kindergarten reading level now. Okay. I slipped the version that I wrote at the Great. same time under yeah. the pillow. <laughs> and Moonshine, um, it looks like Papa just did a really good job and has amazing penmanship. <laughs> Papa, you are just an asset to this team. I whispered to Dead Eye, he's a brilliant legal mind. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that, that possum, I mean, he has the bearing of a scholar. I know, I know. This is weighing on Bev a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you should read his prose. Well, I don't think the crick would be much of anything if we hadn't had the brilliance and wit of the possums the whole I time. Know. They truly are what make us who we are. Noble Absolutely. creatures. Noble, noble creatures. Noble. All uh, right. Shall we go back to your place? Yeah, let's get on the old Dusty. I'll... Uh, Bring you back to my dwelling place. Okay. So Deadeye uh, takes you to his house. It's this um, two-level colonial-style house with Whoa. pillars and tall doors and windows. Uh, still in this little downtown peasant area. Uh, there are gas lamps on the front porch and a balcony on the second level. Uh, however, this place has seen better days. Uh, the windows are boarded up. Uh, the paint has completely chipped away. Uh, it leans slightly to one side. It looks like the foundation uh, has given out a little bit. This place is beautiful. I think it's yeah. great. Well, dang, that's awful kind of you. Mikasa Sukasa. We uh I get all y'all anything to uh anything to drink or uh, Whatever you got lying around? Well, I have dozens and dozens and dozens of bottles of whiskey. Uh all of them have been through my esophagus and the top of what used to be my stomach a couple times. Ooh, but oh. okay. So you would say that they're kind of like dead-eye aged. Mm. That's right. They're sort of they're very smoky. Ooh. Uh, so I'll pour y'all a couple fingers and you uh, have yourselves a little drink. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yeah when you guys... Drink a whiskey that was inside you. <laughs> you guys get inside uh, Deadeye's house and it is, it's a little bit like Bastion's Cave where it's somebody that's essentially collecting garbage to decorate their house. You know what I mean? Um, where it's I like, respect that aesthetic. Yeah, it's like mismatched fabrics and like different, like clearly I think Deadeye just goes around to houses of shells and just like, I'm going to borrow this and just like we'll <laughs> grab a couch and just bring it to his house. Uh, so it's all this different stuff. And then, yeah, you are probably given um, alcohol every once in a while or like the situation with Sammy and you just bring it home and you just get to keep it because it just keeps going through you. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of clues also in this house of a certain degree of like madness. Like mm. there's a board that's like riddled with holes from just throwing a knife for like a week straight of like <laughs> knife, 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 knife. Uh, I choose to see it all as genius though. <laughs> that's how I interpret it. And I'm wow. just like, damn, my jeans are so vibrant. <laughs> Dead eye, I love this wall of just mysterious runes. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, uh, I there was a year a little while back. Might have been a year, might have been a decade. I can't really remember. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I thought maybe it's uh, maybe my attachment to my own identity is what's keeping me from being able to travel through the mist. Sure, sure, sure. So I stripped down and uh, I beat myself into unconsciousness, or as close as I could get, to oh. try to forget who I was and just okay. ran screaming through the mist. And when I came back here, whoever I had become left these markings on the wall, and um. Wow. Well, I think they're yeah. neat. Red right, right on, red right on. I top his whiskey off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I say, you got to come renovate my my stump, because so, I would love some wallpaper like these crazy runes. Yeah, yeah. this stuff is very strong, by the way. Oh. I, you, you mentioned you knew this woman. 
Lydia. Lydia. Yeah, I'm, I met her at a party on board this airship. We were in Smuggler's Bounty, I think. Oh my God. Who knows her from the material I, plane? Oh, yeah. I, I blew a rail off this werebear's ass. We were doing some arcane. It was wild. I mean, arcane was oh, a lot man. more prevalent back then in those days. There was a... Uh, I was I, bored at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, you must have been on the SS Stormborn. SS Stormborn? With my Uncle Gunther. Gunther, that's there the dude. Is. Yeah, he fucking lost a bet. We shaved a line in his ass and we blew rails of arcane off it. God damn. They, they couldn't party when we were hanging out with them. Oh, man. Well, well they, you know. Maybe they can. We got we to gotta go find out. Well, I think, oh. that, you know, we're in, a, we're in a darker time now than maybe we were back in the day. Back in the day, I tell you, it was wild, man. Riding around, airships going out, shootouts in the desert. I remember up there in the middle of a blizzard and frost wind, taking out the big old ice drake. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just oh. laughs a little okay. too hard. Is he? Oh. oh, he's he's trying to cry, but nothing's coming out. Oh I no! No. Oh boy. Would you say that? I mean, your memories—they just sound so fun and carefree. Would you say that the tipping point and turning it in a more somber direction was the deeds of Alanis, Theala, and Ulfgar? I uh. I, I actually am unfamiliar. I know Alanis. I'm actually unfamiliar with the other two names you just said. My, oh my. Hmm. Who's the uh, uh, friends of yours? They were a team of adventurers that went after Ilsaid. Yeah, mm-hmm. one friend of ours and one enemy of ours. Yeah, one acquaintance of ours, I would one say. One acquaintance, well, yeah. Ulfgar's my, my buddy. Yeah. We're close. Well, uh, when I knew Alanis, she, uh, she weren't no... Adventurer. I mean, she was an adventurer, but she wasn't running around with a party or anything like that. Uh, this is back in her Esri days? Yeah, back when she was working with Duddle. Gotcha, okay. Uh, Did you work with them? Not specifically. I don't have much in the way to offer someone who's a man of science, but I swung by there. We were on our way through Esri. We had a bounty. I think we collected some scumbags that were out near that uh, Watchman's Tower or something. We were bringing them in to collect the price on their heads from some people in the bubble, some merchants or something like that. Mm. Uh, Salt checks? Uh, but I did know Lydia and I did know Elias. I mean, I doubt that they would remember me too well. I I met them casually through partying and, you know, um, there were a couple of times I think I was working as security on another airship. Sometime we got tangled up together, but they, knew, w- they knew how to party, huh? Hell yeah. I knew how to party. Hard one. Come on. Would you have expected anything less? No, oh, no. It's just good to hear is all. <laughs> yeah. It's just good to hear. You all right there, friend? Hey. Oh, yeah. See Bottoms you. up. Just a little too <laughs> drunk and hearing about his parents partying. Uh, everybody, as you're having this talk and sitting around um, Dead Eye's little makeshift living room, um, everyone go ahead and give me perception checks. Mm. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, 19. 26. 15. 14. Deadeye, Moonshine, and Beverly uh, see a um, raven flutter in and kind of perch on where, like, uh, the wood is not totally covering the window. Is it cold? And you see it uh, perch there. Yeah, is it cold that I met Langston's? Um, Go ahead and do a nature check. It would be very difficult for you to tell one raven from another. I am a druid. I'm uh, familiar with animal folk. I also feel like Langston would like put like a little bandana or like an anklet on their bird. Ten. Ten? Mm. Uh, You can't tell. It just looks like some kind of raven or something. Hey, how do you feel about that raven being in here? Is this a friend that visits you sometime or is this an enemy? It's probably one of those vampires, cool ass birds. Oh, god 
Damn, their birds are cool. I, it's a pretty cool bird. I uh, also have a bird. <laughs> I'll I'll get right down to it because okay. I mean I could swap stories about your folks till the cows come home and I hope we have time to do that I would love to do that in a realm that didn't constantly leech the life out of me getting out of Grimhawk is going to be a hard thing to do now as I was saying before now that we have a little bit more privacy uh, is there open air between me and the where the raven is right now yeah you are in this like living room this raven just like perched up we've um, also got rapport spores so we can take yeah. this conversation to the rapport spores uh, but also is this raven spying on us uh, so you would know this raven as it's like you know Langston is just like one of these lackey guys like some kind of messenger bird or something gotcha um did uh, I will uh Go over to the window to see if it has like a message for mm. us, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Deadeye, you walk over to the window and you see that there is indeed a little rolled up piece of paper uh, in its talon. Uh, take it out and read it. Let me pass you a note. Cool. Ooh. Um, Deadeye will move the conversation to the rapport spores, though. That's okay. smart. Um, and he'll say, um, look, there's a couple forces at work in this town. Yeah. The vampires you've already run afoul of. Now, they're, don't get me wrong. Pieces of absolute dog shit. Hmm. Other people that are engaged in this kind of turf war with them are these revenants. And they call themselves the Knights of Penance. reason I was a little cagey about that woman in the wimple is church folk in these parts ain't to be trusted. Now, what I would say is this. There's not too much in the way of a side to put yourself on here. You can side with the vampires. You can side with the revenants. You can side with the townsfolk. But as you've seen, the townsfolk that ain't goddamn shells already are so scared they might as well be. And the only ones brave enough to go out at night are going off to try and fuck skeeters. Yeah. The, the vampires, on the other hand, look, you... Fine folks are welcome to take whatever pick you want. I will say this, after a long life of adventuring, between a scumbag who's being motivated by base instinct and a scumbag being motivated by a cause they will do everything to ensure, I'll take the vice-ridden scumbag working on their instincts. Vampires are a lot easier to manipulate. There's one thing they want, and it's flowing through your veins. These revenants, all I know is that they will stop at nothing. They believe that their cause is righteous, and I don't know what your experiences in Bohemia have been, but when people start talking about being on the side of justice, I get a little cagey. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Same. yeah. That bad. would be going on with the chosen. Mm-hmm. We got some. We got some bad quote unquote righteous warriors up right. there right now. It's the bad yes, guys sir. that think they're the good guys. Yeah, that's the worst guys. So. I got a little note from a friend here. There is a, I'm sure you've heard. Oh, you do have a friend then. I say friend because piece of absolute garbage who I hate with every fiber of my dead body doesn't have the same damn ring to it. So there is a bar uptown. You might've heard when we were talking to Sandy called the red fan. This is a place where sort of playboy and playgirl vampires want to go, you know, strut their stuff and say, Oh, I'm so sexual. I'm so sensual. And it's like, your body is ice cold. What's even going on with your genitals? Sounds stupid. Yeah. That's, does kind of bring up some questions I'd be curious how you, to answer. How you doing there, Hoss? You all right? <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've... Yeah. Listen, the last, here's the thing. 
I would fuck a vampire if that's what we're dancing around. No, come around. on, guys. We got to raise the bar. Okay, but I'm saying uh-huh. for the diplomatic mission, I would just. I, un- I understand. Look, man. I'd also all- volunteer. If- <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just like dancing around on poles, like not wearing a lot of clothes and whatnot. They're, you know, they're they're in big red velvet plushy kind of things, and they're okay. squ- they're squirming and they're hissing and they're, you know, you know we should go now. <laughs> it sounds theatrical. I agree. I'm, I'm telling you, ten steps ahead of you, hard one. Hard one. Look, I mean, <laughs> rifling through your closet looking for a jacket. You can't. <laughs> Sexuality is about expressing a kinship. The most powerful lovemaking comes from a place of empathy and connection. Something that's inherently predatory, it can't possibly satisfy you on that physical level. I do agree. I absolutely agree with that, Deadeye. However, I do think there's sort of like a cheap trashy knockoff lovemaking that's kind of fun too yeah and you did a rail off of my bear friend's ass in smuggler's bounty you you had your your party life oh sure i mean listen there were a couple years there where i was fucking just to feel you know and i understand that but at the end of the day now that i've been here and i can't really feel anything anymore i'll tell you what i miss the most sweet breeze off the creek and somebody who understands what you've been through can I borrow this pinstripe vest? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. A God. perfect ending. What a blackout. Beautiful. <laughs> the boobs about to go. Bruchan's also already wearing about it. About to go die by fucking. What a way to go. Um, oh, I'm excited. This is like eyes wide shut or something like going into like a creepy sex party, but like. We're not necessarily against them. Gosh, we're <laughs> going to be wearing so much velvet. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, you can hear more of us chatting, uh, talking over on the short rest. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Going Yay. over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Uh, we got some stuff to plug. Um, you know what, Brennan? Why don't you kick us off? Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, you guys can head on over uh, to check out Dimension 20. Uh, that's the actual play D&D uh, show, uh, a video uh, show that I do with Emily and Murph. And we have... Uh, some it's side so quests with some guest guests and Sh- uh, Siobhan who's Apple Scrumper yeah. is on Apple it as Scrumper. well um, uh, and uh, that's over on dropout.tv there's also some free episodes kicking around on YouTube look up Dimension 20 Fantasy High we got a new season with Emily and Murph that we all know about coming out this summer that we can't <laughs> talk about yet um, uh, and you can also check out the webcomic strongfemaleprotagonist.com and then see videos and sketches and stuff that I do at College Humor yeah yeah sweet um, then you can check out me and Emily's sketch show it's called Hot Date it's on Netflix. You can also get our book, Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact, available on Amazon and on Audible. Caldwell, what do you got? Ooh, uh, the second season of Cartoon Hell is out now. Um, we have a lot of fun guest stars on there. I think one that we did with uh, Lisa Hanawalt just dropped recently, and wow. it is very funny. She plays a character called the Vacation Lizard. <laughs> uh, and that's really all you need to know. Uh, sign up.dropout.tv slash nadpod. Nice. Oh, hey, everyone, before we go, uh, I went to the P.O. Box, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Um, and there were so many gifts there. Oh, a bounty awaited us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to everyone that sent us stuff because it was a, a a truly just an embarrassment of riches there. Uh, it was Christmas. It was Christmas it really in was. May. It was really <laughs> was. 
Ariana M uh, sent us uh, a bunch of mushroom dolls that they made themselves. You better so believe cool. they're they are on a shelf. They're on the top shelf in yeah. the studio right top now. Top shelf studio material. <laughs> they're all like based on our characters, but like as mushrooms, as little like Schubert dolls. It's so cute. They're beautiful. Um, Robert L sent some custom T-shirts uh, from a line in episode fifty-six that I believe Hard One says. So now we have two T-shirts that say. Who needs a girlfriend? I smell bacon. Yummy. <laughs> so like, I feel like, you know, if, if we, any of us has another bachelor party, we can yeah. just like pop those on. Yeah. Um, would Alan, go well with our chicken shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Morris uh, sent us an amazing print uh, that they did. It's, uh, if you go to their Instagram or alanmorrisart.com, you can see it. It's just like a beautiful oil painting of the band of boobs. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Mitch sent us some wooden crests that they carved, which are super oh amazing. They've got our sigils on them. And my face. And I face. also, as we were admiring them, mm-hmm. I went over to Caldwell and I was like, how does this feel? Because like, they're kind of based off of like art that you did, Caldwell. And I was like, that shit's cool. It and feels... you were very, very excited about it. It's transcendental and intimidating. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Uh, Trele the Crefe uh, sent us notes and drawings from her daughter, Charlie. And they were very sweet and cute. So Aww. sweet. Thank you, Trele. And thank you, Charlie. Yes, thank we you, have Charlie. an eight-year-old pen pal. Clarissa M. sent us a monkey painting. Oh, my goodness. It is so stunning. It's like a monkey and a cat with a frog in the foreground. And they didn't really send us that, right? It feels no, like that, that went directly to one person. Right? it's for me, and I'm already looking at really awesome frames for it. Technically, it's for, uh, for Emily <laughs> slash Moonshine, but I think we can all enjoy its nefarious energy. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to get hung in mm-hmm. our living room next yeah. to my other medieval monkey painting. Good. So you'll be admiring it. Right. And I, yeah, if I am ever at your house after midnight, the monkey will come out of the painting and try and strangle <laughs> me. Just good to know. No, it will come to life, but the monkey will just play with the kitten. <laughs> exactly. Your actual cats. <laughs> uh, Avery G sent us a very nice note on uh, some cool mushroom stationery. Yes. the uh, Which, the stationery is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that framed as well. My you walls are first. looking fine. Yep. So many haunted paintings and framed mushrooms yeah. on Emily's wall. Uh, Whitney sent us a psychedelic moose card and a Ooh. cat magnet that says there is no truth. It's a beautiful <laughs> it magnet. Awesome. Going Words right on your fridge. By. Hell yeah. There is no truth. This cat knows. <laughs> Nicholas H. invited us to their college graduation. Uh, Where is it? It's in UNC. uh, UNC Wilmington. Yeah, UNC Wilmington. Nice. Congratulations, Nicholas. Congratulations. You're ready to enter the world. Uh, Do you need a job? Because we're not hiring, but I'm sure someone is. (laughs) Uh, You can put me as a reference. (laughs) Put me as a reference. Yeah. Put nadpod at Gmail. Alex from Germany. Oh, Alex sent oh. Um, a moonshine doll that they it made. It is stunning. It's incredible. It's the perfect level of like beautiful and creepy. Because <laughs> the moonshine doll is a little big for our table and I have to like put it on my cards, but I brought in the pawpaw. The pawpaw figurine is looking up at you at all times, oh. which I think is yeah. great. And yeah. I mean, Emily was just petting it throughout. I pet it. I give it chinny scratches. <laughs> <laughs> I scratch that chin. I think I heard it say thank you at one point. <laughs> uh, Brian H. <laughs> sent us a nice note and some stickers. 
Uh, there's a bunch of cool stickers that are up for grabs in there. I'm claiming the Gundam yeah, one, call by well the way. the Gundam one. So just like hands off my Gundam. <laughs> uh, Carrie F. sent us a nice note and a little uh, business card that said, don't panic. It's a Douglas Adams reference, which I thought was very cute. Yeah. So thank Hitchhikers. you for that. Hitchhikers. Uh, R- Rafi B. sent us another nice note and some drawings of the characters that they did. Hell yeah. So They're cool. really cute. Thank Dope. you so much, Rafi. I hope I'm saying that name correctly. Uh, Emily and Brock sent us a save the date to their wedding. Sorry, it conflicts with Nicholas H.'s gra- college graduation. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got to split up. Toss We're going to have to split We're going to roll real quick. Uh, <laughs> 1 through 10, we go to the college graduation. Uh, 11 through 20, we go to the wedding. Shout, That's out, to a shout out to the two crew. <laughs> Literally, shout wow. out to the two crew. Um, you know what? Balnor will be there for sure. <laughs> Get your tuna sandies on deck. Hell yeah. Uh, Tim C. sent us some amazing dice boxes. Uh, You can check out uh, Staff and Branch on Instagram. That is uh, Tim's uh, company, I believe. Oh, I got a a purple heart walnut one. And I've got the red red maple, maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I... Used it in this episode that we just yeah. recorded, and it, it was great. This is my new di- dice box. For I picked sure. one with like a cool gray stripe through it because I'm in a gray night now, and I'm very uh, mysterious and ethereal. Ooh. And finally, Chris H sent us a Pittsburgh pitch doc that they so put together. Um, we Which actually we, talk about. We it. read through it on the short rest. Yeah. It was very convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're gonna go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, on yeah, the list. it worked. So, congratulations, Chris H. And thank you all so much for sending us stuff. Nineteen twenty Hillhurst Avenue, number two two two, Los Feliz, California nine zero zero two seven is our PO box. Thanks so much. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, Jake, what do you got? You know what? I'm gonna plug my mother's business this wow, week. Oh, JakesMom'sCookies.com. She sells cookies online. Uh, she'll bake them and mail them to Jake's you. Jake's mom, not a revenant. Right. I'm my gonna, real mom. I'm going to plug my mom's pottery. Oh, yeah. Which we're Joanne Axford Ceramics. Is, does she have dot com? I don't know. <laughs> she better have one by I the time this episode comes I don't think she does, but if you Google Joanne Axford, Ceramics, you'll see a lot of her botanical improvisations. Uh, you can check out my mom's graphic novel, Starstruck, at Starstruck. <laughs> If you Google Elaine Lee plus Starstruck, you can check out my mom. She's a graphic novel writer, and uh, you can check that out as well. This is so sweet. We talk about dads all the time on the podcast. My parents have regular jobs. I have nothing to plug for them. (laughs) I'll plug my dad's regular job. Uh, He's a tax lawyer in New Haven. If you need any help. Um, this is uh, God. It's my God. stepfather is a Great Highland bagpiper. He's available for wow. uh, for weddings and funerals and uh, other events in the upstate New York area. Is, and can you come beyond. and play our show? Let's uh, do yeah, absolutely. Let's Richmond, look up Richmond Johnston uh, online. <laughs> we're gonna do a NADPOD Highland Games, and we're gonna get your stepfather. Oh, oh, caber yeah. toss, caber yeah. toss. Uh, sweet. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Teach Murph is me at Caldys Caldwell at Extra Emily at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. Uh, Brennan, what's your Twitter? Uh, at Brennan L-M, B-R-E-N-N-A-N-L-M. Nice. Uh, and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are, the youth of a nation. We are, we are, the youth of a nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Y'all are so good to Thank us. you. We got everybody this week. Starting with Brad D, the only pebble pot that isn't craven. On the upside, always gets the last slice of pizza just by claiming it's haunted. J Loma 72, aka Steelbreaker, Hard One's Jim Spiration, taught Hard One the ancient sorcerer's magic of 
macros. Dylan B, a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. Really helpful with an unwieldy topiary, but tragic in a butterfly garden. Danny P, Bohemia's resident artist, painted Hardwon's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, has since gone on to do a series of screen tests Andy Warhol style, but didn't ask Hardwon to participate. Oof, Tom P, father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies. Tom P could have put Hardwon into such a deep sleep it took him to shadow fell, but alas, it would have conflicted with the Sleep Master's code. Tom P, babies, love ya, Bahomia loves ya, and you'll ha- always have a place at Melora, Palor, and Morden's bedside. We love you, Tom P! We love you, bless you. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bahumia alike, makes a mean prison wine inspired by all the journalists and intellectuals Theala has in prison. <laughs> oh, no. Griffin SD, aka The Stranger, The Silver... Dragonborn Eldritch Knight and ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn recently polymorphed into a badger, specifically one that looks eerily like the badger on their previous inn sign. Ominous. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia. There aren't enough wish stones in the world to find a timeline where Dan doesn't have a luscious beard. Scott D, an orc dork. <laughs> yes, Scott lives in a world of war and magic, but prefers the subtle sorcery of accounting. Hermes W, the Bat King. Hermes place, Hermes's palace is a massive marble gilded attic. Mm. Spartus, straight up Balnor's dad, made <laughs> Balnor's first tuna sandwich because hell yeah, he wasn't afraid to be a dad and do the cooking. Awesome, love to hear it. Adam R, the R-rated assassin turned NC-17 assassin, although their sister just had a kid. So now Adam R is thinking about doing a couple PG killings for the kiddos. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly that she doesn't even use an umbrella when it rains blood in Shadowfell. Dastardly. Hugh C, a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Also did mushrooms with Jolene the Green. Nice. nice. Danielle, you, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician, spends a fortune on sheet masks, but it's worth it for the grams. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, used to feel pressure every year to come up with the song of the summer till they found out about the Feywild and baby, it's eternal summer. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword and notoriously never bored, ballet recital, DMV, Catholic wedding ceremony with a full mass in it, this dude can make anything a good time. He's a good pal to have. Cutter W, a high elf dandy turned crick architect, just got into the tiny home trend and has been making some adorable homes out of innocent saplings. John S. A.K.A. Schubert the Mushroom. Little does anyone know Schubert has a dark side. Ooh. Their roots reach all the way down to Shadowfell, and their mom just got remarried, <laughs> so they're feeling pretty emo. Ryan M., Hard One's Ram, who did die, no. but totally not in vain. <laughs> the knoll that killed them was kind of a foodie, so they whipped Ryan up with some noodles for a delicious ramen. Nice pun, but it's bullshit. Alana C, a friendly knoll who barely has any bloodlust at all, currently planning a trip to a lively island with their best friend to get their bloodlust groove back. <laughs> Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, working on a Deadeye-themed cocktail called the Dead Rye, which is rye whiskey garnished with a grenadine-marinated pearl onion to look like a bloodshot eye. Andrew M. opened up the first Hot Topic in Shadowfell and is totally gonna clean up. Victor T., Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, always calls his dad to remind him to use his action surge, but unfortunately... 
Balnor doesn't have service. Could have used you. Justin I, one of the Watchmen's sentient eyes who managed to escape the battle against the boobs as revenge, is planning on spoiling Game of Thrones for everyone. Asshole. Jacob C. is the personal trainer who got Ulfgar jacked on a strict diet of bugbear, meat, and ale. Elena M., Theala's religion teacher in high school who is just going to kind of quietly retire. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Nick Pucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website. Also the inspiration for the movie Hackers. Uh, Emily... Uh, is a huge fan. Really? I read that before. Earl and Kathleen L., two married dwargers who just celebrated their anniversary by splitting a giant rat. Congrats. Aww. Jibe G., the coolest kid at the Dwarfenage. Still super sad on the inside, though. Boy, Ouch. can I relate. The Jostrich, the Jock Ostrich, secretly a bugbear in disguise and just dominating the other ostriches at sports. Damiel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin. They're Ryan off a cliff and into some hyenas, Oppa Lion King style. Fuck that. Nicholas R., a.k.a. St. Crickless, has unfortunately missed the last three Crickmases in a row after <laughs> huffing way too much Crick water. Come on, Nicholas, you have a job. That's way more fun. Uh, Jennifer V. has a V that is even more vicious than Cobb's. Cobb is taken to only consuming boiled carrots and water to catch up. Destin C., a waiter on Pelor's cruise ship in heaven. Was a good enough person to make it to heaven, but still needs to work off a few sins. Gotta get there somehow. Devin B, the Bodega Lord. Devin's hands, legs, feet, and head are all made of bologna, but their heart? Pure Black Forest ham. Michael L, the only person who can get the band of boobs out of Shadowfell, but unfortunately is off fucking a vampire. Jealous. Whoa. Sam H, Alanis's dealer, has indirectly, indirectly killed more than a few people with their potent arcane, but prefers not to think about it. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sequani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio is always being asked the meaning behind their sweet snake patterns, but the truth is, Sergio just thinks they look rad. You're not alone. Trele, the crayfay who eats whey. Protein, that is. Trele is an insanely buff Aladrin who once beat up Queen Ezra so bad, she left the Sealy Court. Aaron G, yeah. master of the banishment spell. Aaron once banished the cheese off of Hard One sliders as a joke, and it <laughs> escalated into a fist fight. Jory S, a jacked wizard, broke up Hard One and Aaron G's fight by getting in between them and saying, don't make me cast a spell, bro. Don't make me cast a spell. <laughs> Alucard, a reverse Dracula, hates the taste of blood, but loves the beach. Baby dog. <laughs> The only doctor to ever perform their own C-section. The most controversial part of it is that they don't have their medical license yet. Adam H. Hung out with Alanis once, but didn't smoke with her because they were doing a 30-day cleanse. Now Alanis is in hiding and Adam is really kicking themselves. Damn. Colin G. A high elf dandy who is going to do their damnedest to do a makeover montage with Moonshine whenever she gets to Glade home. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, Hardwon's Ram, enjoying a glow up ever since Hardwon oh, set nice. them free. I wonder who wrote this, set them cool. free into the world. They've been eating clean and looking shredded. That's really good to hear. Truly the opposite of dead. Great. Love to see your friends do well. <laughs> Thriving. Wow. Big Buck, pregnant elk moonshine's elk and baby. When moonshine isn't an elk, her baby survives on all of the milk that's leaked from her udders all across Bohemia. Ah! 
Richard F., a giant merman who was swallowed by a turtle dragon, then reincarnated as a turtle dragon when they were given birth to by the turtle dragon who ate them. <laughs> Easy to understand. John W.G. introduced the crick to opera. Ooh. The stump-shaped theaters are amazing for acoustics, and it's honestly the best place in the world to hear this glorious art form. Joy McZee, the first ever anger ranger who kills with a look instead of an arrow. <laughs> Love that rhyme. Cannibalistic Cthulhu recently discovered Frank's Red Hot and the human meat they've been eating has never been zestier. Sam L., a half-orc gnome who is ugly and adorable all at once. You really don't know whether to hug them or step on them. <laughs> Dom R., a LaCroix Genasi. Kind of like a water Genasi, only they are bubbly and addictive. Mm. Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Unlike regular Josh, cyborg Josh is programmed to not turn on their own kind in a brazen act of cowardice. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger, now with free refills, but you have to pay for ice. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Caleb Storm, a cupbearer in Cord's Great Hall, also in charge of the playlist. Cord has a really huge solo cup that bumps. <laughs> Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, recently made their directorial debut, and was absolutely <laughs> raked in the Glateron press. No pun, just panning them. <laughs> Matt L., a dwarven bodybuilder who is so stout they have to wear two jackets sewn together to cover their broad-ass shoulders. Mike H., a brave knight who smells of sulfur but is not an evil mist monster. They just have severe gas. Tragic. Kevin S., a kanku in an open relationship with Hard One's bird, Kaka. Tell him I said hey. Oh, I wonder who <laughs> I didn't realize you were doing so well. Thriving. Matthew E., proud owner of the biggest Crick water distillery in Bohemia. They try to recreate the magic from the Crick, but it's just nowhere near as alcoholic. Samuel B., a Goliath who looks uncannily like the Incredible Hulk. They're so green, it's cease and desist worthy. <laughs> Dilfer G., author of the hit children's book, Ulf Garko's <gasps> Punch, and the newest YA romance novel, Moonshine and Triss. Woo! The shit is graphic. Hell yeah. Guardian of the Light, Zach H., Bohemia's only Keyblade wielder, just bought a really cool Keyblade holding keychain, a very tasteful <laughs> carabiner. <laughs> Mitch D., an enlightened drunken master water genasi named Doc Alpha. In a pinch, Doc can drink themselves to feel a buzz. Curtis S., a short, skinny human who was Hardwan's bunkmate at the Dwarfenage, once walked in on Hardwan practicing kissing in the mirror and pretended they didn't notice. Very chill of you, brother. Thanks, Curtis. Colton B., a wimple model. <laughs> Colton has single-handedly brought wimples back into fashion across all the plains. Jens Christian T., the owner of JensLindell.com, <laughs> and is able to do a dance where their nipples hide their swords. Whoa. Wow. Gage M., a vampire hunter who has perfected the vampire mating call. You basically just say, I want to fuck your butt. And they all come running. Tiavana Saragin, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. It was either to slay the Dread King and free the land from his evil touch or to watch their friend's one-man show. Both equally tragic options. Aaron C., a Shadowfell pixie who, unlike their fey relatives, believes in strong centralized government with lots of federal aid programs. Also, instead of candy, they eat bugs. Oh, you know, I agree with them and I don't at the same time. <laughs> Hannah F., Apple Scrumper's manager, currently negotiating for her to be the spokeswoman for a new line of fruit-flavored potions <laughs> called Tart Water. 
Devin T, a Bay Wild goblin who started their own commercial airline. Uh-oh. Each seat comes with free snacks, a pair of complimentary headphones, and three parachutes. Montana Monarch, a just and wise king whose wicked king, the Kansas Caterpillar, is currently plotting to kill them. Watch your back, Montana. Ellen D, the smartest shell in all of Grimhawk. Ellen can almost count to seven and has never once accidentally caught on fire. <laughs> wow. Carbro Chapel Hill FPV, the Baron of Chapel Hill. They feast upon a mountain of cookout hush puppies every night while plotting how to defeat their greatest foe, the Duke of Blue Devils. Fook Duke. Chad <laughs> A, the Hoohumi and Spider-Man. Unlike Peter Parker, Chad is just a giant spider who wears a human's face like a mask. Both have dead uncles named Ben, though. Reese NS, a deadly archer who can use anything as an arrow, once killed a man 200 yards away with a single piece of string cheese. TJM, a horny halfling who can reroll both sixes and nines. Nice. RPKB, a defective Frostwind Iron Dwarf. A glitch makes RPKB tell civilians hello and have a nice day instead of to fuck off and eat a rat. So rude. Taylor S, aka Trast the Traveler. Trast gains advantage on any attack rolls made with a ten foot of within ten feet of a Delta Admirals Club. Anime Intellect, the Watcher's cousin, who uses their multiple eyes to simultaneously watch every anime ever made. <gasps> Much less evil than their cousin, but they do prefer dubs to subs, so still not perfect. Zolo Dolo, the only bard with a dance move named after them. The band of boobs are all currently trying to teach Balnor how to do the Zolo Dolo, but he keeps messing it up and slipping in tuna. Joshua C, a dragon who decided to cut out the middleman and just took over an entire bank. They even hoarded the free pens. Oh! Larissa J, a rogue assassin who can sneak fries off their victim's plate Ooh. without them even noticing. It goes without saying that Lar saying, but Larissa Larissa's alignment is chaotic evil. Genevieve F learned the chill touch cantrip so they can eat chocolate without getting it all melty. Doesn't know any other spells and quite frankly doesn't need to. Dylan C M, the crunch master. Dylan can do over 1,000 crunches in one sitting. Whoa. Their abs are an infinite fractal that is both beautiful and terrifying to behold. Hold. Kelvin Noodles, the pasta elemental. Kelvin's only weakness is two dogs sharing a bowl of spaghetti and then kissing. They've almost been killed way more times than you might think. Be money Balnor's hip-hop alter ego. Be sure to check out their new single, I like it when you call me Bag Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Andrew A, the only vampire that doesn't suck. Literally, Andrew uses a blood-infused lotion to get their fix. And yes, before you ask, the lotion does have CBD in it. And yes, again, before you ask, the B in CBD does stand for blood. Not a lot of people know that. Not enough. Not yeah. really. Yeah. Getting what a great out. one to end on. <laughs> Thank you guys all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another... Um, uh, episode uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to the short rest we'll catch you guys next week bye, bye. that was a headgum podcast <laughs>